Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 137 of Game Time with Manny. Matt, I have to tell you something. Ooh. I heard that you're on Snapchat. Oh, that's exciting. You know how I fucking heard? <laughs> because my phone sends me a push notification oh, really? twice a day since you joined. Twice a day. Twice and I'm, a day? I'm always like, man, I get it. That's cool. Good for Matt. Why you know do I weird? need to know this so many times? You know what's weird, Manny? What? I already uninstalled it. Like I didn't. It's like... fine. I'm just. It just is like bizarre. Mm-hmm. You and someone that I that I have to do work for at work. They're like, oh yeah, this coworker who shouldn't even have your phone numbers on Snapchat. So's Matt though. And it's like, listen. I that's cool. If Matt wanted to be my Snapchat friend, we probably would have been already. I doubt he's using Snapchat really. Mm-hmm. But no shit, twice a day. Like every time I'm like, oh, who's the Snapchat from? Oh, it's a push notification telling me Matt is using Snapchat. Yeah, it was like <laughs> you know, like online dating. Sometimes oh, I know how it goes. Sometimes they're like, I only talk on this. So I was like, okay. So I like talked to her like a couple days, which I just thought was weird that we used that. And then uh, like, people, we... most, a lot of people use Snapchat to, to chat. Uh, yeah, but it's it just weird in that. It, but whatever. Like, so that just kind of fell apart. So I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to uninstall this app now. Uh, which my favorite thing is Jumbo like added me like almost immediately. See, I didn't want to <laughs> add you because I figured it was because you were talking to someone on a dating app. And yes. I was like, this is not the kind of app Matt would use. No. So no. when this is done or <laughs> whatever, he's only going to use it to talk to this person, probably. Yes. So I was like, I'll just let this go. Snapchat cannot let it go. <laughs> they need me to know. So I'll sign back in and just disable the account altogether. No, me. I. that's fine. I will keep it because I'll, then I'll get the other persons and the notification sure. anyway still so it doesn't matter but i was just like this is so <laughs> funny like I, it's blasting me with this notification like you gotta know dude well i have a story to tell as well okay right? great so you know how the last couple weeks i've started out by saying i did something stupid this week yeah 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 i did it again this week oh no um i decided to get into investing oh god <laughs> did you get into cryptocurrency we're not there yet. Okay, great. <laughs> so, I, I, on a serious note, I put five dollars down on like things. Okay. So it was one dollar per thing. So like, I did three serious stocks. So mm-hmm. I did um, McDonald's because I was like, they'll be stable for like. And I and let me be clear, I did one dollar in yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. like one dollar in McDonald's, one dollar in Bank of America, and one dollar in Sony. Okay. Figuring like they'll be pretty stable, and then as like a joke, I was like, "I'll do GME, you know, I'll do, I'll gain." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, so those four, I've made a whole three cents, Manny. I've Shit, made... dude. But then I also put a dollar into uh, Dogecoin. Oh yeah. And within twenty four hours, I've already lost seventeen cents. So, so, so the reason for that mm-hmm. uh, is because of China's regulations on yes. cryptocurrency that they put out this week. So every Mm-hmm. crypto thing was tanking yes. i think ethereum mm-hmm. went back up a decent amount and bitcoin went up a decent amount but my boss is like obsessed with cryptocurrencies so like he used mm-hmm. to mine so i have heard all about this <laughs> but i thought it was funny because he didn't actually know why they were tanking mm. he thought it was because elon musk made some dumb tweet this yes. week and he thought that was why but it was actually because of china and the regulations they put on crypto yeah i just was like oh i'm just gonna do this like it was as i said it was a dollar i was like i don't even care yeah but what i think is crazy about dogecoin is like i have heard of a bunch of people who have like 
made so much money they're like set for life because it's it's literally a meme coin right like doge is a meme and I, then they made dogecoin and you before you could buy like fucking 12 billion dogecoin for like a penny mm-hmm. and then when it was up to like 30 40 cents like that is insane <laughs> for people who had hundreds of thousands of this fucking dumbass meme currency mm-hmm. and then they just get out and it's like, oh, shit, I made a hundred grand on this thing that I was just like dicking off on. And I think that's amazing because yes. it literally is just a fucking dumbass meme coin. Uh, my favorite thing is I saw on Twitter someone like complaining to the creator of it for like not making it more stable. And he was like, I made it in like four hours. It was just. A yeah, joke. exactly. <laughs> he made it in four hours as a joke. And like it always was too. like, yes. he, like, I mean, yeah, Bitcoin was thirty six thousand dollars and Dogecoin mm-hmm. was like a cent, you know, what I, or less. Right. In a lot of cases. So like, yeah, it's, it's hilarious to me. Yes. I don't know. So, so no, I just think it's really funny. Cause like my others are actually like, and, and I just figured, you know, every month I'll just like throw $10 here, $10 there type of thing. But I was like, I'm just going to throw a dollar into Dogecoin just to join the memes. And it's just funny to see like in one day already like 20% down. So what you could do is an alternative to what you are doing. Or in addition, there's an app called acorns. Hmm. Um, and basically you put in like as much money as you want each week. So I have it set to take uh, $10 every Tuesday. And then mm. it will basically, it does an investment portfolio for you. Like mm. you don't choose it or anything. And then right. over time it just ends up going up. Like you don't really see dividends on it until you have a bunch in there, but like it's mainly for like retirement funds. Like it projects that by the time I'm like 69, I'll have like a hundred thousand dollars or whatever. See, so, I actually have like real investments with work. Oh, okay. So this is literally just me just like dicking around, just being stupid. Okay. And that's why I'm like, uh, five yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. $5 into Dogecoin or like $1 it's into fine. Dogecoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So like, no, I have like real investments with work. So like, okay, good. I, I'm not really, this is just as a joke. Just have some fun. <laughs> okay. And I just think it's funny that like, hey, I, I've already made two cents on GameStop, so go me right (laughs) amc actually like did really well this week too you bought some did did you end up i did i sold it i won i got four dollars total added to my bank account i'm big i'm retiring from stocks early uh yeah so i could have made like 70 bucks when it was at its peak but i didn't sell fast enough so Mm. i just then i just waited until it was at the same as it was yeah uh, so, yeah, we can get into the news. Not yes. really a whole lot here in terms of news. The first one, I mean, I'm sure you were excited because you added this. Mm-hmm. Uh, GTA 5 coming to the PS5 and Series X on November 11th. Yeah, that's um, a PS3 game. It actually looks fucking crazy, though. It like does, the, it Im- the improvements they're making uh, actually are really good. And like when they added the first person mode to... Uh, the PS4 version like that was really interesting. Not something I would do, but like as someone who watches mostly GTA roleplay on Twitch, mm-hmm. this will be cool because I bet a lot of the graphical um, enhancements will come to the PC version. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. And people already make like wild fucking mods for the PC version. Like, it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. So if this looks anything like that, that's cool um, for like, I don't necessarily know that like playing GTA five story mode again is like what most people would get this for. Sure. I think it's just for people who are way into GTA online. So like if it's just like a thing you already enjoy that they keep adding to that just looks better now, like sure. 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 And, and if that's like all you play, 
then yeah, sure. which I would I would guess is the case for a lot of people. I mean, they make they make money hand over fist on that. Yeah. So, um, and the second one I put on here, uh, which I thought was just so random, uh, Naughty Dog made a Last of Us Two PS5 patch that um pushes the game up to sixty frames a second. This is one of those games that I. Uh, it looks fine at 30 just because of like the way everything is rendered or whatever. Sure. I bet this game actually looks really weird and kind of fucked up at 60 frames a second. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I bet the animation just looks too fluid and it's like really weird. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen any footage of it, but uh, people seem to be happy with it. Um, they said they were basically doing it so that they could fuck around and like learn about the PS5 and how to like develop for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's cool. And people were also saying they thought it improved the haptic feedback on the controller, but that's actually not the case. That was a firmware update for the controller that happened a couple months ago. Oh, and people just hadn't been trying it again, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So that that's neat. So it improves. Yeah. It's improved in a couple ways if people want to go back and play it on the PS5. Um, I, that's like most I think at this point, that's most of the main like big ps4 titles that have been updated for ps5 with like the exception of bloodborne really because god of war got a frame rate patch ghost of tsushima was in day one uh the last of us uh days gone trying to like did they do the earlier stuff I don't know that they did any of the super early stuff, uh, but like most of the recent games that people would probably want to play on a PS5, sure. I think they went through and did. Because I'd be surprised, like Infamous, like that's like a yeah. I, I doubt, I doubt Infamous, uh, Second Son, and First Light got that. Um, but like, I mean, even like Ratchet and Clank got it, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I haven't. I, I admittedly I haven't paid attention at all because like it literally has zero effect on my life. So yeah, like, yeah. I would not care. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, most, most games have that now. I mean, even they even remastered Spider-Man, right? So like, right. It's just, yeah, most of the big PS4 releases are a lot better on PS5, which I think is cool. It's yeah. like a, va- a value add, or if you haven't played those games before, I mean, it's a, the best way to play them in a lot of cases. Well, the, like the PS5 has that, like a lot of them you can just play, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you don't have to buy them. I assume you have to, like, have sign up to some program, right? Uh, PS Plus. It's just PS Plus. Yeah, yeah. And then, because, like, I know they had, like, that whole, like, basically just, because, like, that's how you said you'd play um, Resident Evil 7. Yeah, yeah. So it has it has most of those games. Uh, mm. You know, actually, I don't know that Horizon was updated. I don't remember. It might have just been that it didn't have a capped frame rate in the first place. So it might have just been naturally uh, better, but I, I guess I haven't seen anything about that. But I mean, the PC version came out, so they're probably not really like pushing. Well, and they're kind of PS4 busy version. making the second one. Yeah, they're making the second one. So and that's uh, out this another year. weird Sony thing I saw was uh, articles about how Miles Morales, the PS5 version specifically, sold a lot more than they had expected. To the point where, like, they probably will not make any more cross-gen PS4 games because they're, like, not going to lose out that much. Oh, wow. Good. That's... Uh, which is, I mean, that's good and bad for some people, right? Like, obviously, like... Uh... I At a certain point, it seems like, oh, they're leaving this, like, 100 million uh, base behind. But the reality is most people are not buying. Like, most PS4 yeah, yeah. are not buying games. So, like, it makes sense at a certain point. Yeah, yeah. Like the first year, it does make sense to just kind of like release it on both if you can. 
because like yes, as of right now, there are a ton of people that want to have a PS5 and can't can't get their hands on one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like in that case, I will still be buying PS4 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I I would buy the PS5 version. I just you know, <laughs> there's just I can't do it yet. So. Um. So yeah, and then the next one that we have on our list here is uh, IGN. Do you want? I mean, I guess we could do the other one first. Let's just do that, and we'll we'll end with the IGN stuff. So like, uh, just a little Xbox, uh, like Microsoft news. Uh, Starfield will. Well, actually, I guess first off, uh, Microsoft and Bethesda, uh, their conference will be together. It'll be joint, Uh, and that's according to Matt Booty the the xbox guy um but then like also i saw like other news about um microsoft and this was from uh jason schreier specifically mm-hmm. yes uh, talking about starfield it will be at e3 but i and i'm just going to read the quote as is uh because yes. i just kind of copied the quote so rumors like this keep floating around about starfield is nowhere near done according to several people familiar with development it'll be at e3 but planned release date i've heard is later than most people expect sharing this is so so that folks keep their expectations in, in check so yeah. he's saying he's saying it's going to be like like 2022 like fall of 2022 i believe yeah which seems wild because like it was not like a current gen like planned release you know what i sure. mean like it was for the ps4 xbox one era and like there had been a lot of rumors recently that it was probably just gonna like come out this fall mm-hmm. uh and then i was watching jeff grubb's games mess and like he echoed the same uh the same sentiment that like it will not really like temporary expectations basically mm-hmm. Um, Which, I mean, like, I think some of it is COVID. I mean, COVID definitely slowed people Oh, down. for sure. Yeah. Um, and then also, and I, mean, I mean... Oh, sorry. It's, it, no, I was going to say it's possible that, like, um, maybe Microsoft just decided to funnel a shitload of money into it as well. Like, maybe they just want this to be, like, the best game it can possibly be. Well, and I know Jason Trier also, like, in that same uh, Twitter thread mentioned that, like majority of Bethesda's uh you know staff were working on Fallout 76 and this didn't really ramp up until after that so i mean mm-hmm. like i mean 4 years on a brand new and not necessarily brand new engine but like a brand new ip mm-hmm. that doesn't really sound that outrageous to me no it doesn't and Bethesda games are huge so like right, right. It, it makes sense but i would also guess because there the other rumors that were coming out about this were that it, it will be an Xbox exclusive mm-hmm. like outside of PC yes um and i would just guess yeah that Microsoft probably was like yeah i mean we can make this as good as possible so people like are enticed to mm-hmm. you know buy game pass or buy an Xbox or whatever right. um so I, I can see that. That that's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have eight hundred other things coming out this fall that I'm going to play. So, right. I I do. I think it sucks for Microsoft because this definitely would have been something big for them this year. But I mean, like, it's going to come out at some point. So, like, it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, I guess, just delay it a bit and you know try to make sure it's going to be a better success than Fallout seventy six because that studio definitely needs a big win after that disaster. Mm, for sure. <clears throat> so. For sure. Uh, but then getting back to the IGN, um, I 
do you want to try touching this? Like basically, yeah. So, just- so basically, um, both IGN and GameSpot actually, mm-hmm. uh, or no, Game Informer. Sorry, right? Was it Game Informer? Or was it GameSpot? I don't think it was. I don't. I don't. Even it was know. Game. It was Game Informer. Uh, both IGN and Game Informer put up articles about the recent stuff that is happening in uh, Palestine. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically they were pretty innocuous too. Like not even really like you know I, I don't know like not even trying to like explain it necessarily to people but just saying like hey like here are some relief groups like aid groups that you can donate to to uh help out with this situation because it's pretty bad for people over there right now um and they did not take it down themselves but their parent companies took them down and in the case of IGN's it was extra fucking wild because then the upper management <laughs> put up a fucking replacement article that was like such an awful both sides article like oh we're not here to take sides and like rah, rah, rah. and that is just such a fucking huge breach of editorial integrity uh because management is not supposed to touch editorial things in that way and like you can go read uh ign's open letter to their parent companies if davis about like how basically like you guys are fucking out of control like this is insane um and like just the fact that like that article the second article was put up under the guise of like ah yes this is from the employees of ign who very immediately were like the fuck this is from me like this is not um and so you and me talked about this and we are not we are not really the people to talk in depth about the issues going on and what uh like Palestinian aid groups that you should donate to for the situation over there um but like you had said before the podcast is uh Waypoint actually did a very good uh over an hour long explanation on their one of their most recent um waypoint radios so if you want to like hear about people who know what they're talking about Mm -hmm. that i will do the topic justice and not just be like idiots rambling like we are uh you should go listen to that or i mean there's there's articles everywhere like kotaku's article about what it was taken down is very good i was going to um point out that GameSpot and kotaku both have articles that remained up so that that's probably why you got like GameSpot and Game Inf- cuz okay, Game Informer well, was taken I, down. Okay. But that makes IGN's, sense IGN's original one was taken down. Yes, yeah, so Game Informer one, yeah. is as well, which Game Informer is GameStop, so some corporation just trying to uh, just they're all worried about the the bottom line and blah blah blah. So I mean that yeah. that makes sense to me where like uh yeah. So where I don't think like Kotaku necessarily is as worried about that stuff. No, no, no. And so there a lot of places wrote articles mm. about um, how insane this is. Like this yes. is a huge editorial breach of confidence um, mm-hmm. because those, the, the management and the editorial staff are never supposed to come together or like interfere with each other in that way. And this is like mm-hmm. pretty fucking crazy and like yes. makes IGN have very little credibility, which sucks for the people who are like working there writing about games. You know what I mean? Like uh, outside the fact that this is a huge global issue currently with what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. Like this also is bad for IGN and just like the integrity of games journalism, which already is shaky at best. 
Yes. I mean, um, there are a lot of people out there that are looking for any excuse to. Oh yeah. And like this, and... this is just for sure a, an easy way to do that. And I, it sucks all around. Um, yes. But like I said, uh, th- that is something that I think is definitely really important that happened this week. Uh, but like I said, if you go listen to Waypoint Radio, you know, if you want to hear about like a good take on both situations in general and how it relates to games media and what's going on in Palestine. Um, yeah, don't I I don't even want to touch all that stuff because yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not educated enough. And if I were, I would still not be able to. I'm going to talk about like Dogecoin and how you should invest in Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah so so so, you know that's just something that was very important that happened this week so uh it is important to touch on that um but with that i that was really all the games news like not a lot of stuff i i saw like a rumor that like the the next final fantasy might be a playstation exclusive so okay well that's i mean that is true final fantasy 16 already is at least a year so this is this is a true rumor are you guys ready for this final fantasy rumor matt brought it up i wasn't gonna bring it up I was going to get too excited. (laughs) All right. Uh, So a very credible uh, leaker um, basically said that at E3, Square is going to announce a new Final Fantasy game, but it is somewhere in between like a low end Final Fantasy spinoff and a real Final Fantasy game. So it's like a mid tier Final Fantasy product. So it could be anything like any genre. They did say it's an RPG, but like everything's an RPG now. So like who fucking sure. cares? So what I, what that means is I was pretty much right. And I, they will not talk about uh, Final Fantasy seven uh, part two there. But they in addition to talking about Final Fantasy 16, there will be another announcement. And that's very exciting. And it will it looks like it will also be at least a one year PlayStation exclusive. So. Which, I mean, that is not any breaking or shocking news that, like, Final Fantasy is sticking with PlayStation for this stuff. Uh, No, it's not. But it is breaking and hot that there will be a new Final Fantasy game. It could be anything. It could be anything. What if it's a Final Fantasy Musou? What if it it is a new Final Fantasy Tactics? Think about all these things. It could be anything. And that's just so exciting because, like, I will take I will take fucking literally anything. Give it to me. Thank Final you. Fantasy 15 2. No, see, what it should be is Final Fantasy versus 13, what it was supposed to be. The game, the Kingdom Hearts spinoff, and they can call it Verum Rex. Mm. I would take that. That's like a magic extreme fantasy. I, I think it's just going to be like some final fantasy type zero type game where it's like an action RPG, like what the Vita had. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll be the, the, the tactics only because they have that project triangle that they're working on, which is probably that is true. But I final fantasy tactics can be much better than that. Let me tell you what I'm not, I'm not going to disagree. I'm just saying like square Enix (laughs) already has something like that. No, I know they do. Uh, And so like, that's, that's what I would want. I think most ideally, but seriously though, what if they make a final fantasy Musou game, final fantasy warriors, baby we're in, there's so many characters. You could do so many things. You kill so many enemies. As Cloud, as Leon, think about it. What think if it's that? What if it's just Cloud? I mean, I'm fine with that. If I okay. can kill a thousand enemies by pushing Square, I'm in. Okay, good. It has to be a franchise I care about, like Final Fantasy. <laughs> they already made their shitty 3D fucking arena battler, Dissidia. They made like fucking three of those. Where's my Musou game? 
well, I don't. It's it's probably not going to be a Musa game either. It's it's some yeah, type you, of RPG. So like a, you know, you're I yourself hyped up about a Musa game, and a game that will not exist, and no one would be excited about but me. But um, it, it's cool. I, I will take yeah. another Final Fantasy RPG, especially because they seem to be like giving it to good writers now. <laughs> so like, did you ever beat that the game that came out earlier this year, the Persona? Uh, no, I did not. And you, but you're excited about a new final. Uh, I mean, like one? the reason I didn't, the reason I didn't beat the persona one is not like, it was like too much outside of pressing square. Mm. Uh, it, like it was a full on sequel to persona five. Like there's like mm. so much dialogue and stuff. And it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I was like, I don't want to do this right now. Whereas like age of calamity was like mesh square. You're you're a purist. You want the Muso pure experience. Exactly. I don't care about that plot. I want to kill a thousand guys. <laughs> exactly. That's me. Okay. Muso purist. Exactly, Matt. <laughs> Thank you for describing my position so perfectly. Uh, so yeah, that that's cool. Yes. Uh, I yeah, will play a new Final Fantasy game. They can do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and with that, we will get into the games we have been playing. You played yes. eight hundred games. Do you want me to go first? Uh, well, I mean, like I can get through mine fairly quickly. So uh, if you want, if you want to do that, I mean, mine. I just played an old game that has new features. So, well, like, I'm kind of curious, like okay. how, because like, you you're playing the Mass Effect uh, trilogy. The I collection. am. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you still in one or uh, you... no? I've got the platinum in one actually. Okay, so you so you've only done one. Uh, I have played a little bit of two. Okay, I'm I'm proud of you for not getting through all three in. Uh, well, I played a lot of Ma- Mass Effect One. <laughs> took me like thirty hours, I think. <clears throat> Which I mean, the Platinum you probably had to replay it a couple times, right? No, so they actually nerfed it, and you don't have to oh. replay them at all. There is like a set. There are four trophy lists. One is for like the collection as a whole, sure. and then there's Mass Effect One, Two, and Three. And basically, if you do all the content and like use specific abilities like twenty times you'll get you'll get the platinum so like i i only had to like fuck around and like give caden a certain ability to attack enemies and that was like the only one that was like challenging Mm -hmm. um and so the the ones to for like the difficulty of beating all three on insanity that is just like for the overall collection and they're only fucking silver trophies like for beating Mm -hmm. it on insanity um and you could they're also broken so if you beat mass effect one on insanity and you load the save before Saren, beat him again, it counts as you beating Insanity in two of the games, and then if you do it again, it thinks you did it in all three Mass Effect games, so it's a wicked broken. Uh, I don't, I, like, I'm not going to go for that one, just because sure, I don't, sure. I don't, playing through Mass Effect 1 again on Insanity, I don't think would even be fun for me. Sure. Um, but no, so, th- I, I won't talk a lot about Mass Effect in the next couple weeks, just because, like, we have talked about it a lot on this podcast, but the mm-hmm. Mass Effect 1 in the legendary collection is the one that changed the most. And like, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Like, I, I think they did a pretty good job of making it a little bit more in line with two and three. I, the cover system is still not that great, but it is a lot better than it was. Like it's a lot easier to get in and out of cover. Um, they did do what you wanted, but not in the way it should have worked where like you're carrying over through all three games. Sure. So at the beginning of mass effect one, you can pick like original mass effect leveling, which you could get to level 60, I think. Yes. And that's why I asked. Cause like to get to level 60, I had to replay it like four or five times. Yeah. So I did the one, 
uh, which is like uh, go through all three of them and like carry it over. And then you want the 30 is the max level. Sure. And I got to 28 at the end of the game. But then what I thought was dumb is like when I started Mass Effect 2, it was like, oh, you're that equates to level 55. So it was like it. it, I don't know why they even did the leveling thing. Like, it doesn't. Why is that even an option then? So I was like really disappointed by that because at first I was like, oh, cool. They did like what Matt said. And then when it was like, oh, yeah, you're level 55. I was like, what the (laughs) fuck? What was even the point of that? So you just you literally just leveled up less. You could have at least got like felt good and be like, oh yeah, I'm le- leveling up twice as much. Well, so you know? and then what what happened is it broke the balance of Mass Effect One because of that. Is because I was at like level twenty before I even really started doing any of the like main quests, and you have to get twice as many skill points sure. because they did they didn't change the skill tree. So it's just like every level I'm getting like fucking four or five skill points and like becoming way better. Uh, so like, yeah, that, that, that is weird. Um, they did improve the Mako's driving a lot. Um, like it doesn't feel like dog shit. It repairs. This is the key feature. So what happens now is you will like the Mako will be, uh, taking damage Mm -hmm. and you use the repair and you Mm -hmm. can still drive around, but you can't shoot. And it has like these bars that fill up. And once all the bars fill up, that is like you have you're out of the repair animation or whatever. It still takes a little too long, um, but it works better. Uh, In the original Mass Effect, you had to click the left stick in to get the like zoom aim. Mm -hmm. They made it like regular humans would do it by holding L2. So it's a lot easier to (laughs) zoom. Sure, sure. Uh, and uh, other than that, like they added some of the squad commands that Mass Effect two and three added. So it's like if you want to give people oh, more, yeah, that was... more, more granular orders, you, you can do that. Uh, as we talked a little bit about on Twitter, uh, <laughs> enemies everywhere when enemies when, everywhere, when Garrus would fucking yell that constantly. Uh, it was just in that like specific area. It was just in that specific area. So he only yelled it once in my playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm actually watching a playthrough of it as I, as I go. And boy, in that original version, the squad mates yell constantly in battle like they never stopped yelling that it's they definitely <laughs> fix that um and just overall like the character models look a lot better um i still don't think they look great because it's very clear they just used the original models and like up them so like mm-hmm. it still doesn't even look quite as good as when i played it on pc with the graphical mods just mm-hmm. because it was like oh we're just gonna do with our best with what we got here um and yet, like outside of that, I don't. I, they've made the inventory system less shitty. Like, remember how we would constantly fill up the fucking inventory? Mm-hmm. So well, you can imagine... you can mark things as junk now, mm-hmm. and then just sell all the junk at once for Omni Gel. So that that's better at least. Yeah, remember? Imagine like because like I took ours playthrough and then did a new game plus and then I did a new game plus. Imagine doing that inventory over and over again. Yeah, no, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I, then I had, would have to like point... reassign the inventory every time I started a new game because like for whatever reason, oh, because like the, the characters would come in later and then I'd have, yeah, that was a pain. So at a certain point I was so broken mm-hmm. that I just stopped equipping new weapons and just sold everything Sure, <laughs> because I was like, I just like the fucking 20 extra attack on this is not going to make a difference at this point. Like, 
I basically didn't even take damage in the final boss fight. Like I annihilated them. So uh, I, I had done literally every quest I could, I think mm-hmm. other than a couple that I was like locked out of because I chose a Paragon option or something. Um, but I, like I went to every planet, I fully explored every planet that's land that you can land on. Um, mm-hmm. So I did like it, but what I think is really funny is like, there's always weird bugs in these remasters that like oh we like added something or we tweaked something so like it fucks something up i only i only had a couple and my favorite one which they they might have actually fixed with a patch that came out a couple days ago was you know how like in that the elevators are like long in that game because it's like the game that made it popular for like the elevator load time screen or whatever so like the way they improved that is kind of cool because instead of like waiting 25 seconds for them to start speaking they'll start speaking right away and then you can skip it if you mm. don't want to listen to it because sometimes they repeat eventually it's like news stories sometimes right um and then you just will get out of the elevator uh the part that fucks up is for some reason the two companions behind you when you're in the elevator will like get extreme motion blur on them like they're like moving at like a thousand miles an hour and it like comes in and out but it doesn't happen on shepherd only the two people behind you and it's like it's just a weird tiny visual glitch but every time i was just like this happens literally every time we're in the elevator like something is really fucking weird here um so they, they may have fixed that by now uh, mm-hmm. i i don't i don't know because they've, they've been putting out patches pretty regularly sure um, so that was pretty funny. The other one was in the Mako and I couldn't stop laughing. It would not have been as funny if I hadn't saved right before that. But, um, I ran up to a door at like normal speed and something fucking really weird happened in the physics. Like when I hit the door, must've thought I was going like a thousand miles an hour <laughs> and the Mako just like flies up and gets stuck moving its wheels constantly just flying towards the door. I couldn't get out of the Mako. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I was literally like stuck perfectly vertical at this door. Mm. And I was just like, what? And so I, that, that was another one that happened mm. to me. But for the most part, I think they do improve it. And I think it does a good job of like modernizing that game a bit to make it a little bit more tolerable. Like if you're going back to it now and then you play mass effect two for five seconds and you're like, Oh hell yeah. This Mm -hmm. feels so much better. And just the characters animate better. The fucking everything is better is my hot take. I heard that they censored women. Miranda's butt. Yeah. And so like the game is, uh, run by SJWs and it's terrible now, man. Uh, the only violent. thing that I don't like about uh, Mass Effect Two is the like, I don't even know what she's called, Kelly, the like crew lady that literally serves very little. Well, no, I mean, like you you talk to her and do a bunch of stuff, but they replaced her model with the one from Mass Effect Three, which I think is like way shittier because well, they like the... want, they wanted it to be like closer across all of them or something that makes sense i guess but like remember the female shepherd in all three like that third yes, one it was looks... so they th- that that they did change and it is the one from three that is in all three of them now if you mm-hmm. if you go through uh so that at least that's the same but yeah they changed yes. kelly i i think her mass effect three model is worse personally but mm-hmm. that's not that big a deal um, right right 
But yeah, everything else, like I, I immediately the controls are 1000 times more responsive in Mass Effect 2. Like cover feels better. Using powers mm-hmm. feels better. I headshotted like a trillion enemies and it does more damage. Like the, the the other main thing that they changed about Mass Effect 1 is that game originally was more of an RPG than like because it was like Bioware didn't know what the fuck they were making is what sure. it comes down to. Like they were like, oh, we're coming off of like straight turn based RPGs. But like this is kind of an action game. So the, the a lot of the gunshots were like on dice rolls. So like even if you were headshotting someone, it wasn't necessarily going to be headshotting them. That that is the case in this remaster. Mm-hmm. It is more just like a straight action game. Um, right. But yeah, Mass Effect 2 just feels so much better. And then even thinking about how much that feel improves in the combat in 3 is like, yeah. God, it is ridiculous. <laughs> like, it just becomes so fluid in 3. Mm-hmm. And they actually, they fix a lot of the powers. Like, a lot of the classes kind of suck other than Soldier in Mass Effect 2. But mm-hmm. in 3, they like really figured it out. And I think that's why the multiplayer was so fun. Um, it is actually a rumor that they're going to announce the multiplayer is being added to Mass Effect 3 at E3. Yes, at E3. Um, well, it's not really at E3, but like EA. Well, at EA play, play yeah, July. Right. So I, I think that would be cool because I did like that multiplayer. That had loot boxes, baby. You had to like get loot boxes to like unlock the different like alien races to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would like that because I, I do think the combat at Mass Effect 3, they had like really figured out like, oh, this is what our action combat is like and it works a lot better. But yeah, I uh, I did the first like hour and a half of Mass Effect 2 so far and it mm. continues to be my jam. So, so you, I mean, you, do you just still have only the two Miranda and what is Jacob, uh, Miranda and Jacob. Yeah. Like I talked to the elusive man and like got all the stuff, like all the dossiers to get everyone else. Um, and so now I have to go, I'll probably get Morden first and then go continue on. Um, oh, they, they also fixed another good bug that I didn't even know existed in mass effect one. Uh, I I told Liara early on that I did not want to romance her because in my head, my original Mass Effect 2 playthrough was ca- is Mass Effect canon in my brain. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I can't deviate from that. So I wanted to not romance anyone in Mass Effect 1 and then romance Miranda in 2. But I was like, oh, it'll be weird if I romance Liara or Ashley. And there was a bug that if you tell Liara, no, I'm good. Even if you are so mean to Ashley, no matter what, she would still romance you. (laughs) And Mass Effect 1, they fixed that. Um, I did have to be really mean to her, (laughs) which I felt pretty bad about. So like in the scene after Caden is dead, uh, whoever you're romancing or like is the closest will come and console you. And you basically have to choose all the renegade options. It's like, oh, fuck off. It's your fault. He's dead. (laughs) And so I was just like, oh, this feels really bad. She's like, fine, I'll leave then. And Mm. then I was like, oh, cool. Then normally right after that, the cinematic to play uh, to have your sick hot sex scene will happen. So you didn't have to romance anyone to get the, the platinum? Nope. It's like literally just like play the game. The first one is like literally just play the game and use specific powers and use each character on five missions, which there are so Mm. many side missions that that's easy to do. Two is like literally just do Shadow Broker, do the Overlord DLC, recruit every character 
and do every character's loyalty mission. Oh yeah, that which is like sense. what most any most normal yeah, humans yeah, would yeah. do anyways to see all the content. I don't know what they're like in three. I assume they go back to using the each character five times on a mission. Although, I guess they might not be able to because if your characters die in the end of Mass Effect Two, those trophies Spoilers. would be unachievable. Well, I mean, they don't necessarily. You know, it's a suicide <laughs> mission. People could die, Matt. Oh no, no, it's a ten-year-old game. Uh, no, I know. Like, and like most people know what the crux of Mass Effect Two yes. is, anyways. That's why, like, I never care about like, oh yeah, Caden is dead because like Caden or Ashley dies. You pick. I like. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, I guess Rex could be dead by uh, Mass Effect Two, but yeah, he could um, die in one because you have yeah. to fight him. But yeah, so like I didn't think about that. Like if you do poorly on the suicide mission in two, there is a chance that you could only have the Freddie Prince Jr. character. Edie. And that's it. Uh, I think because you wouldn't well, have you because Garrison Tolly could die. Well, so they you, added a couple DLC. characters. They added, one, they, they added one DLC character in three and that's Javik. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I guess because I'm pretty sure there's not that many characters in three. Like, I think it's like five or six characters. Like, I think it is just God, I wish I could. I can't think of Freddie Prince Jr.'s character's name. It's going to kill me. Uh, shit. He's just like a stupid Marine. Vega? Vega, yes. Vega. Vega. Yeah. So you would have Vega and Edie, but Edie, you don't get to like right near the end. So like you would. I, I don't know, because I think the are, the other characters are definitely Tali and Garrus. But if they both die, you wouldn't have them. Do you get Liara in three? Don't you get that? You get uh, not Rex, but the 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 other one. Uh, you get you don't get Grunt in um, Mass Effect three. Wait, you don't get Rex or Grunt? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, yeah. I so you don't get any of that, right? Yeah, I think there's only five characters because I think it's Liara as well. So I think if Liara, Garrus, and Tali die, then you would only Isn't have Liara Vegan a little needed. busy. I don't. I thought she comes back in three. Let me look this up because now I can't. Because I could have swore like she becomes the shadow broker. She does, but then, oh man. Okay, yeah. So, yes, because if Ashley is dead or Caden is dead, you wouldn't get them. You wouldn't get Garrus. You wouldn't get Liara, and you wouldn't get Tali. So literally, Mass Effect Three could be just Edie and Vega. And Javik, if you have the DLC for Javik, which playing the Legendary Edition, you would. That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, the, the fact that you could have only Vega until near the end of the game seems buck wild. <laughs> oh, no, you would get Liara no matter what. Because she's not a playable character in 2. Okay, that's so you would you would I was going to say, I don't know how you wouldn't be able to have a full squad. So you would have you would have Vega and Liara for 90 percent of the game until you got Edie. Which so I assume I assume Javik is just thrown in like he's not DLC. Yeah, like you it basically there's like a planet early on where they're like, oh, there's like a fucking Prothean burial site. And then you go there and you get him and you're like, what? Yeah, because like that is one thing we never did is because like I yeah. didn't have that DLC. So like mm-hmm. I Javik is one that I don't know. He's crazy. Like the fact that he was DLC, I still think is a, an actual crime. Mm-hmm. 
Because uh, from what I hear, he makes the game a lot better. Oh, he makes the game a lot better. I think his voice actor is awesome. Um, and he like he gives new context to literally every scenario. So I would bring mm-hmm. him on every mission because he'll like say shit. He'll be like, "Oh yeah, I know about this." And you'll be like, yeah. "That was twenty thousand years ago." Oh right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so I think that that is neat. Um, the fuck is this person now i'm going down a mass effect <laughs> hole in here uh anyways i like mass effect still mm-hmm. mass effect 2 definitely still in my top 10 favorite games of all time can't wait to play it again for the eighth ninth tenth time maybe uh and that you know i'm in yeah so i i will be picking it up eventually i'm just kind of playing other things and i was like well i, I mean, don't you've, we've, to... we've played them you know what i mean like we played right, them. Right. We played through one again did you play through all three again i had i've played through two again i haven't played through the third okay. one yeah. i've only played through once but uh no. so my favorite part about this time when i'll play three again is because the dlc where everyone has a party before the final mm-hmm. mission and it's every character ever that was important there in shepherd's apartment mm-hmm. is like chef's kiss it is a fucking masterpiece like just talking to all those people again especially after all that time like now you would just probably place through all three right away or whatever but like having not interacted with those characters since mass effect 2 came out it's like or that you interact with most of them pretty briefly in three but like just being there to have them go on this dumbass fucking like almost like a christmas special episode or something like stupid fucking caper is excellent it is excellent. Yeah, that was that was DLC that was like a couple months later, right? Uh yeah, yeah. So it was really weird because I had to like mm-hmm. load a save that was sure. from way earlier in the game and be like, oh, good thing I kept this because Yeah. It's <laughs> a weird thing to go back to. Um but yeah, I Mass Effect rules. It's my mm-hmm. hot take here. Yeah. I uh, as I said, I will be picking it up. I'm just not in any rush to spend sixty dollars on it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we can now get into the games I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I, I just kind of want to do a blanket statement first. Um, mm-hmm. The four games that I, four of the games that I played this week, like I don't have anything like super negative to say about them, <laughs> but they all just kind of felt like bland and just kind of like, this is very whatever. Yeah. And, and, and like, it kind of hits a point where you're like, I'll just keep playing this until like, I'm basically given a reason to stop type of thing. Uh-huh. And so like, that's kind of where like I hit like with uh, four of the games. Okay. Uh, are there any that you're like curious about? Yeah. Or... I got to hear about mass metal gear solid four because I okay. told you, uh-huh. I uh, fucking told you. I, I wrote down quite a few notes. If you want me to just kind of like, as I was just playing oh, through it, God. my notes, I don't, I mean, hit me with them. I don't know that okay. I want to hear these. <laughs> Well, was it, like initially, I was just like, "What is this game?" Like, because there's that soldier and he had diarrhea, and they were like making such a big oh deal Johnny, out of it. yeah, and it's just like yeah, you wouldn't is... get that. This is like such like anime humor, uh, but yeah, you wouldn't like... you wouldn't understand that. Mm-hmm. That's a very important. I t- see. I, t- I talked to Scott about this, and I said he won't understand Johnny, <laughs> and that was so sad. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I, and then I just wrote down like everything has an acronym. Everything's it an acronym. It's true. It, like, and then like every cutscene, it's like I, I don't know. Like, it does like ten minutes cutscenes, and they're talking about all these different acronyms, and it's just like, why, 
Why is everything an acronym? Well, yeah, but you wouldn't even know what the acronyms mean because you didn't play <laughs> the other game. Um, and then I wrote down, and I, I eventually learned about these. But like, what are these weird egg sequences? Like, what? Why? Oh, because of Sunny. I also brought this up to Scott. I also brought this up to Scott. <laughs> I was just like, why is this weird girl just like singing? Oh, numbers? they're the best. They're still the best looking video game eggs. They're not real. No, they're not. They're... That's why they're the best eggs in a video game ever. Yeah, that's weird. It, it's just weird. Like, why is she singing numbers? Like, what, what is going on? There? <gasps> Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> And then I just wrote down, and I t- I text you this. How could anyone watch slash play this and not think it's anime? Okay, Mr. well, there, there's two th- there's, two, right there's two things. People always are like, oh, it's not anime, which sometimes mm-hmm. I'll be like, sure. If you want to be blatantly wrong, that's fine. Think that. When people say that it's not political, that's where I'm like, dog. <laughs> the final boss of Metal Gear Solid 2 is fighting on top of the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. against the president while he just like says a bunch of political shit like all of it is about politics the patriot the entire crux of what metal gear solid 4 is it's buck wild to me i don't mm-hmm. get it everyone is a fucking government employee mm-hmm. it's insane people are insane well, the reason why i question the anime thing is because like right after that uh like vamp walks out and he like he does the anime thing of where he like why do they all lick their knives like why why you can always tell an anime antagonist because they're licking their knife okay that is like not that like never happens usually in anime i feel like uh but vamp does it because he's a vampire Mm. and then uh and then there was anime doc ock and then then she like appears and yeah i those four beauties are the most forgettable part of that game um and then I just asked the question, why does the Drebin have a vending machine? Why not? Like, well, why wouldn't you just have a refrigerator? Like, why are you putting in a quarter every time you want a soda? He likes to feel good. You know, he feels like you're working for it. <laughs> I mean, like, should we just take out your refrigerator and put in a vending machine? I mean, it would that? stop me from <laughs> drinking so much. <sighs> But you, but like you would have control, so you could like literally just like take the money that you're putting in there. I guess that's true. So that's why I'm just like, this just seems like added work. Look, Drebin is a weird character. He's also got a fucking monkey. All right. And then my last question, or not even a question, but like, it's just a statement of I don't like how tight his suit is. I don't need to see his butt crack. Well, it's a it's a skin tight stealth suit, dog. Yeah, but like, remember the animation when he's crawling and then his like ass is just like. Yeah, but I mean, that's every Metal Gear Solid. You're wearing a skin tight suit a lot of the time. It's for infiltration. Like that's in real life. That's not just the game. Sure. It's just I I feel like it's even tighter in the game than it is in real life. Well, I mean, in real life, they are skin tight. I know. So but not that tight. Not that Uh, they're literally skin tight. Like you would be like Sam Fisher looks like that, too. Mm hmm. Uh, so I just thought that was just like that was just another statement. Uh, and then like I but I did get pretty far into this game. Like I got all the way to Europe. Oh, my God. You didn't even get the Shadow Moses. I think this game's a lot longer than you think it is. I got like six hours in. Yeah, that game is so much longer than that. I don't need to see anymore. No, I'm just I saying was, uh, that's not very like, far. I, I, I feel like that's probably like a fifth of the way through the game. Yeah, which is not I feel. <laughs> I would enough would not say that's, that's a, very far. That's enough to know I don't like it. Well, I mean, the first like twenty minutes should have been enough for you to know you don't like it. 
so um yeah so that was that was just I, I didn't hate it, but it was, it was just one of those things where I got to Europe and I was like, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. I probably should be paying to the cut scenes, but like I've already started drifting off and stopped paying attention to the cut scene. So I should probably just stop paying, play, playing this game. <laughs> so you, you were right, Manny. I know. Now I know. Now I know. Now I know. You, I, you didn't need to know because I, I could have told to you. <laughs> It's not, this isn't even one of those ones where it's like, I don't know, maybe. Like, no, just straight no. I like Yakuza. I Yakuza maybe. is nothing like Metal Gear Solid. It's still weird Japanese stuff. It though. is, they're not even in a similar echelon. Well, you know what? Yakuza is my dipping into the weird Japanese stuff. So I gotcha. Like, so, like, that is, apparently, that's as far as I'm willing to go. Okay, I see. <laughs> But now we know that I'm not into Metal Gear Solid. Now we know. Now tell me about Kazin in GTA 4. Uh, the part that really just aggravated me the most was... Uh, I Okay. Like, you were making a big deal, and I know a lot of people did about the driving. And I was like, oh, it's not going to be that big of a deal. But then I forgot... Every GTA mission is just get in a car, drive to this location, talk to this one person, drive to another location, do one thing, and then drive to another location to talk to another person. And that's just like every mission in the game. That's what most open world games are. (laughs) Sure, sure. But like I enjoy moving around in those games, Mm -hmm. and I did not in GTA. And then like the part that really, really bugged me and the reason why I stopped is... There's no checkpoints in these games. So if you fail a mission, you just get to restart the entire mission over again. That is true. And I, after about like the seventh or eighth time failing a mission, I was just like, I don't want to drive over to this location to talk to this person so then he can tell me to go somewhere else. So like, I was just like, I think I'm good. I yes. think I'm good with GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, this is the moment that I finally had to admit that like, I think it's just, it's not even GTA. I think it's just, I don't like Rockstar games in general. Interesting. Because I didn't like GTA 5. I had GTA like San Andreas as a kid. I didn't like that. Oh, San Andreas is so good. Um, I did play through LA Noir, and that was okay. But the what I liked about that is I could skip all the action. Yeah. Because if you failed a mission a couple times, you could like the, the you could just kind of skip it because that was meant to be more of an adventure game. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was able to, like, when I got frustrated with the action, I could just skip it. Where, like, I just, there's something about Rockstar games where, like, it doesn't feel good to move around. I don't like the shooting. Well, the shooting, like, I don't, I hesitate to even call it shooting at the time of GTA yeah. 4. Like, everything is auto-aim. Like, well, even, to like, not even get a headshot on. is, like, mm. impossible. Yeah, I feel I, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like it, it, but that's what I mean. It's still not fun to. No, do it's it. especially uh, GTA Four, especially like because yeah, yeah. it. I don't know. Like GTA Five went closer to like the older, more arcadey style of like what the PS Two mm-hmm. ones were like. But even sure. then, like they're not known for their combat. Like it's just most of the time, it's not good at all. It, yeah, GTA yeah. Four, I think, really showcases that because like the way cover mechanics work, like most of the stuff is just like especially because of the time it came out, right? Like not all of it is the game's fault necessarily. It's just like a lot of games are doing stuff like that. But even then I think GTA four never felt like particularly great. Like I didn't like the movement in that game or the cars Mm -hmm. either. So, yeah. 
And, and as as I said, I just like the the mission structure. I just didn't like, and I didn't like that there was no checkpoints. And it was fine. And like I was kind of enjoying the story, but like, mm. and I might go back to it. But like after failing another mission and just being like, I can't mm-hmm. drive. I just can't. I I I, mean, I need to take a break. So <laughs> and, and also like I and like I hate to say it, but like when you spend sixty seventy dollars on a game. And then you spend like five dollars on a game. It's a completely different mentality, mm-hmm. where like you're more okay with dropping a game quicker mm-hmm. when it's when you spend like five dollars or like Game Pass like type of mm-hmm. thing. Like I feel like I bounce around with Game Pass quite a bit. Uh, and then then also when you have so many games that you want to try out, like if you're not like feeling one, like I kind of want to just kind of move on and just try another one. So. Yeah. Um, which kind of speaking of uh dropping one and trying another one uh assassin's creed uh the first first one so like this one this one is fascinating to me because like to me watching i never played assassin's creed one but watching my brother play it even back then i was like this doesn't seem fun but like i feel like it's cool like in my brain even back then i was like this concept is cool and yes. I feel like it could become good and even cooler, but just like, Oh my God, so many things about that game. I just remember thinking like, this is what the fuck even back then. Yeah. Like this, I just kind of wanted to just kind of see, yeah, see what it was like back then for sure. Uh, just cause I was very curious and like, yeah. it is interesting to see like, instantly i was like oh the climbing feels pretty good like Mm -hmm. even i did not expect the climbing like even in the first one to feel good yeah yeah, yeah. uh the combat was not quite there and like the control scheme was like really weird where like weird (laughs) (laughs) where i was just like i i I, they hadn't quite figured out a lot of things and like i don't understand it wasn't an open world they just had like smaller open areas Mm kind of like with like kind of like mass effect one where it's yes or like each planet is like its own little like like world but then like they were like what if we just put towers everywhere and you had to like synchronize like 15 towers in a very small area and you're like why I guess you guys were just kind of still figuring some stuff out. Yeah, I mean that was the first of their tower mm-hmm. fetish games. Yes. So, so um, uh, but yeah, like I, it was very interesting to go back and just kind of see. And that one I only played probably like two, three hours this week. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, just to kind of see. Uh, and then as you mentioned, the mission structures were pretty, pretty rough. Oh, where it's just man. like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, this isn't, this isn't necessarily fun. No. Uh, I think two, I'll have a little bit more, better time. With so like that. the only thing that I think one does really well is like doing a good job of like making each assassination feel like it's like a mm. mission to assassinate a guy. Whereas yes. I feel like in most other Assassin's Creed's, even though you're going to assassinate a guy, you just feel so invincible that like, mm. they're never really like, Oh, we're making this specific plan to like kill this man. Like as much as Assassin's Creed one was. I see like unity did it a little bit yes it did do it a little bit and syndicate really kind of blows it out see which where... i like that like i that's the <sighs> thing that i like missed in and, and not that not that two and brotherhood don't do it it's just right. like it's not on that same scale i guess yeah because like syndicate it, it, i'm not saying it was as good as but it, like it was it felt like like mini hitman levels yeah 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 
Because, like, you would load into, like, this... It was, like, a small map inside. Like, they just kind of loaded into the small map. And then, like, you would go around and there were, like, opportunities and there were things you could do. And, like, it it, it felt like they were, like, pulling from Hitman. So, mm-hmm. like, it was very, very fun and very neat. Um, uh, but, yeah, like, I, I think I'm good with Assassin's Creed, the first one. As I said, I just kind of... This was more just, like, a historical piece. I just kind of wanted to see how it felt and, like, what it what it was like at the beginning. So... Mm-hmm. And then the the last one uh, of the games that I just didn't care for too much, I played a little Resistance. Oh, I loved this game back then. It is the most interesting. <laughs> well, so it like this most... one, this one is probably weird because when I think about Resistance, I it is like before shooters were like normalized. Good. Yes. So like I, I I love resistance still probably like I would still probably play it like I think that the alien guns are really cool just because of the way Insomniac does things. But like, yeah, like that was like a launch PS3 game. So yes. it yes. definitely like had yet to really learn the lessons of like what Modern Warfare had done and things mm-hmm. like that. So it's just like it is a different era of shooters for sure yes. that we are far past now. And even Resistance 2, I didn't like as much. Um, and then Resistance 3 was like, wow, we're still doing this. Um, but yeah, they are very much like of a completely different time than we are at now. Yeah, I, the part that's just weird to me is just like when I think of Insomniac, I think of you know Spyro, uh-huh. Ratchet and Clank, Spider-Man, Sunset Overdrive. These games that are you know very colorful, they're mm-hmm. full of charm. Uh, there's a certain, I, I mean, there's a certain style in the there movie, is, you know? but resistance is very much. It, it also came out exactly in that era when everything was gray and brown. Yes. And like the, it, like the interesting thing is it feels like gears of war. Like it feels like Sony's like, Hey, we need a gears of yes. war, but I don't want to say that. Cause like they came out like November of the same year. Yeah. So like I don't think it's necessarily fair to say that. I just I just think they needed a like a they, grittier shooter basically yes, they, is what they were looking for. But they already had Killzone, so I'm still like, why did? They well, because play? Killzone did really well for them, right? So like, sure. it makes sense that they would want to do that. I mean, Killzone two came out on the and yeah, yeah, came like, out on the PS3, yes. right? So like, they were very much like looking for whatever they thought that audience was. Sure. It's just weird that like Insomniac made this, but like at the same time, like maybe they wanted to do something like grittier and mm-hmm. uh, uh, like, you know, more serious because like they had been making Spyro and Ratchet and Clank games. So like, I'm sure they were kind of excited to do something a little different. Uh, it's I mean, just like, it's this just still in health packs. Yes. And that's which, crazy. <laughs> uh, well, you st- you regen health as well, though. Oh, OK. Uh, which you don't get that ability until the second level. Well, yeah, because so like I, I, so I had to like look it up. I was like, do I not get health back because there was no health packs or anything in like the first level? Yeah. And they were like, if you die, like just get to a checkpoint and like you'll just kind of like reload with full health. So I was, I was like, that's really weird. But the weirdest thing, Manny, is if you had to guess what the ADS, like the A down down sights button was, what would you guess? Oh, see like yeah i will never know like i click the stick in like i have no idea r3 r3 yeah (laughs) like see that's what it was in the mako originally (laughs) like (laughs) 
But at least they were forward thinking in letting you change the control scheme however uh, you wanted. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was able to move the shooting button from R1 to R2. Uh, ADS to uh, to L2. And then do you want to guess what L2 was? Uh, grenades. Crouch. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. That's, yeah, it's pro- grenades is probably one of the face buttons. It was one of the face buttons, yeah. 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 So, like, I just kind of swapped R3 and L2, and I was good there. Yeah, and, like, like I said, like, Modern Warfare was what yes. consolidated all of that stuff. Like, that's for using, like, the click the stick for melee and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was before that time when mm-hmm. everyone had learned those lessons, for sure. But even, like, R3 being crouched, Is, that's, that's not, weird. like, yeah. Uh, that's not unreasonable. It's not, but it's just it's but, strange. But like the weird thing is, like you don't click it; you have to hold it to crouch. Oh, nice! So I'm like constantly holding. I or I was constantly holding R three. Um, it's just I don't think you would like it today if you played it. I mean, probably not. I mean, it definitely was like a time and a time place thing. Place. But I still those guns rule, man. I love those fucking guns and the grenades. The big thing is. Like the, the 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 guns and the grenades were fine. It was just the level design was just not very interesting. I mean, I played that game co-op, so that was tight. Mm. Uh, I I can't play tell you single player. It's just like they're just not interesting levels. Well, um, I mean, yeah, kinda, like, most shooter levels are not interesting levels to me ever. So like, <laughs> I I guess like I and I'm comparing it to some of the best. Um, like you know, like Titanfall. Well, yeah, I two. mean that that's an unfair comparison. Uh, Doom. Doom like this like, this would be like i would compare this to like the wolfenstein game that raven made sure. in the mid 2000s like to me that's what i would compare yes. it to because yeah. i no, like a lot of shooters fair. back then so uh, like, I, but yeah like i so it was interesting to go back to especially considering the next game that i i'm talking i want to talk about that i am absolutely loving interesting and that is uh, the Ratchet and Clank, and that is the PS2 2002 game. Yeah, the Ridge. And it is just, it's so well designed, Manny. Mm. Like, it's a little weird. Uh, the weirdest thing is you could tell they were still figuring out the camera. Well, it's a PS2 every... game, dude. It's well, not it even was... that they were figuring out the camera. It's the cameras didn't even exist. <laughs> like, Mm-mm. The camera controls were inverted yeah i mean most games were back then so i was just like what is going on so then i had to like go in and like fix that and change that too but like and then after that like it is a little weird that like the main shooting button is circle uh yeah i mean again that is like a very ps2 time yes yes um and then the other weird thing before i get into like the game itself is in the menus what do you think the back button is uh i would assume circle triangle oh shit that's a ps1 thing mm-hmm. that was what it was on most ps1 games damn dude. i was just like oh okay that's a little weird but sure yeah uh, they used to do that a lot in ps1 games yeah so that was just like a weird take back to like oh wow that's that that takes me back yes uh but no like i'm just blown away by like this is what uh you know, 19 year old game at this point. And it just, it, the part that impresses me, unlike like uh, resistance is like, everything is just so well designed. Cause like, it, it's all contained into these like little worlds, but like you just kind of go into the world and then like, it always wraps around. So by the time you're done with the level, 
you're just kind of right back to the start of mm-hmm. the level. Um, and then it is fun to just kind of run around and um, just kind of shoot things and kind of get the bolts and like you're kind of just collecting bolts to then buy like, you know, more weapons and, you know, whatever. Uh, it doesn't have the RPG elements, so I'm kind of curious of when they introduced those. I assume that's probably like PS3 era. No, because Deadlocked has that on PS2. I guess I don't remember because I didn't play most of them while he did. So. Yes. Yeah, like, I would guess it's in two or three. I like. I think it happens in that collection. I would guess, but I don't remember. Yeah, because I, I I bought the collection one, two, and three. Because yeah, they so. never released re released Deadlocked uh, because that also yes, had did. like oh they did. Uh, the one it, Deadlocked is the one where it's just Ratchet, right? Uh, I thought Clank was in it, but I guess I don't remember. I mean, it was more like arena based. I mean, yeah, he was that, taken prisoner, but like I think that's called Ratchet. I think that's that's not Ratchet and Clank. I think that's just Ratchet, and I that is on PS3. Oh, weird. I don't remember that. Yeah, happening. Ratchet Deadlocked is just on PS3, and it's just Ratchet. Okay, that I I remember that game having it. So, uh, so okay, I'm I'm just kind of curious of when that happens. Not that I like. It, I don't know. There's just something about it that I'm like, oh, this is just very interesting, especially considering. I played the 2016 one before playing this one. So like, yeah, it, so it you is, you can see what it was like trying to recreate or like change yes. what it changed about it and that kind of thing. It, it definitely became a lot more cinematic, which I mean, that's not surprising yeah, considering yeah. Like, they pulled from the movie for a lot of those cutscenes and stuff. Uh, and then like, obviously the RPG elements, but like, even then, like I am just kind of, uh, just kind of, I, I'm just very impressed with just how well, even then, like how you know charming it is and how colorful it was and just how interesting it was and just. Although Ratchet's kind of a dick, like he's a huge dick to Clank. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's early on, so they don't yeah. have their like sweet rapport yet. You know? Yes, yeah. And they and I mean, like in Insomniac was just kind of learning, like you know, these characters and like it is like. I wish I played this game when I was a kid because I would be raving about Ratchet and Clank like every day for like the rest of my life probably <laughs> if I did. Because like I loved Spyro and I know you don't really feel the same yeah. way. Like, but like I can see like this is just like so much better Spyro. Oh, I mean that's yes. <laughs> uh, so like where like I made the mistake of continuing to play Spyro in the PS2 era and I was like all of a sudden it's not good anymore. I don't know what happened. Cause like as a kid, I didn't realize that it changed developers. Yeah. yeah. And if I had realized that like that developer went on to do something else, I probably would have just followed the developer rather than following the franchise. But I wasn't the most informed kid. I just kind of like, you know, I was like, I like Spyro. I'll keep playing Spyro. Uh, but yeah, like I, I, this is a game that I definitely plan on completing and I will see at the end of it, but I, I might try to go for the platinum. If, uh, hard yeah, I, those games, I don't remember being like super crazy. I mean, like the way you play them probably will get you most of it. I, there's like, I some, look- there's like some weird collection stuff. I remember being weird. I remember uh, Phil was playing the, like trying to get the platinums in these and I, there were some weird things that seemed like a little bit more of a pain in the ass than they should be. But like, for the most part, I don't think they're that bad. The one is get a million bolts. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that could, that could take a while. Um, so we'll see if like by the end of the game, but I'm about halfway through and it definitely, I think the 2016 version did cut out a couple planets or whatever worlds, 
But like it, it's doing that thing that I always rave about with games where like it's giving me an excuse to go back and like re-explore because I have new ability. Well, like new items or whatever. And now I'm unlocking new areas. And so like stuff like that, I always love, mm. um, you know, I love Metroidvanias and it, it's got a, like a little bit of an element of that where I'm, I, I have a reason to kind of go back and continue exploring these worlds. And, and each world is a nice contained. It probably takes me like 20, 30 minutes to get through through the whole thing so but no i mean like i know you were kind of wondering how it's aged and to me like i think they've aged extremely well especially considering i've played four ps4 or ps3 games and this ps2 game i i'm like loving yeah. uh in these like four ps ps uh or you know ps3 games i'm, I'm not so much so yeah, and I mean, uh, I, th- I think, I think with I think with that they also like updated the camera and some of that stuff beyond what it yeah. was because like the yes. Sly games were like <laughs> going back to play those on PS2 would not be anything like what the PS3 sure. version is like for sure. But I Ratchet and Clank, I don't know how much they changed about that kind of stuff or whatever. And I mean, like those games don't have to look like super graphically wild because of like the art style back then. Mm-hmm. Even like that, yes, you know it's a lot of i mean they don't it doesn't look like, great well yeah but i mean it's more like the art is carrying that more than the like yes. graphical fidelity or whatever like mm-hmm. you still see the characters and stuff so yeah. yes so like it it looks fine um and and i don't care about the the graphics necessarily i, I to me it's all about like just like the game design and i'm just like oh they did a great job like designing this game mm-hmm. and i'm just impressed that like right off the bat like the first iteration of this they nailed so but I mean, they did have; they were making Spyro before, so like they had some experience with like this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to continue this trend and play through other Ratchet and Clanks because if I'm loving this one, I know I'm gonna like the other ones even well, more. But like that, see, that's my thing with that franchise is like it ran into the problem that so many of those franchises run into is where it's like we are making the same thing. <laughs> sure, and like not iterating a whole lot. And I know Ratchet and Clank, like that's. Uh, massive overstatement too because those games continue to be good and they add a lot of stuff but like mm-hmm. yeah i don't know like they made a lot three of those is a lot of those to make and then to make to make deadlocked and to make the the ps3 ones were a lot different yes because uh, like there was which i mean the one it's what tools of destruction and then into the nexus yeah into the nexus they change is quite a bit different because like you do a lot of stuff with clank and there's like a lot of like what i thought was fun puzzle solving um which i mean there is an element of that in this one where you're doing some stuff with Clank. well that one is like wild because he's like got a fucking magic time staff and you're like recording his movements to like rewind so you can go somewhere while the clone clank goes somewhere that one i also know a big complaint was how short it was where it was like only like a five hour game which i mean like if i do play through all of them this year i don't know if i'm gonna complain too much about like no yeah a little shorter so yeah like i wonder especially if you play them all in rapid succession like i wonder if i won't do that but i'll i'll probably split them up like a couple months yeah because i because i i mean i wonder if you play them like all very close together you're like oh yes this is another ratchet game like i wonder if it would just be like a burnout thing you know what i mean see i don't know because like that's how i did uncharted yeah yeah. and i i love uncharted and like i like i know you you felt like fatigue in uncharted playing them like over the 10 years where like i played all four within like i think like a seven eight month period 
and I still like every year go back and replay like the Uncharted game. So like if I really like something, I don't think I'm too worried about that. And... Yeah, I just like Ratchet and Clank was one of those ones where it's like, oh, we didn't change this a whole sure. lot over the course of it. I mean, they did, obviously, sure, but like, sure. you know, same thing with Pokemon where it's like very incremental, I think. Like it's like, yes. oh, we added this cool new feature and like that'll be in it going forward. Uh, like yeah, and I don't Jack, know if... Jack and Baxter that was different though because the first one is closer to like mm-hmm. oh it's a fun 3d platformer we're collecting the stuff and then two he's so mm-hmm. fucking edgy with his guns and shit <laughs> uh people hated two when it first came out too i remember people being so mad about that that's another one i want to check out but that one i know got ported over to the ps4 oh did it really Jack and Daxter, the trilogy oh, okay. did, yeah. Cool. So that one, like, I'd, I'll just buy on my PS4. But yeah, I want to check out Sly Cooper, which I'll, I'll yeah. at some point, I'll, you know, borrow it. I mean, I, I yeah, you want to borrow that and the fourth one. Like, I, Sly one is weird because, like, I think it's yeah. like they were like, oh, we made this thing and it's like, it's okay. And then two, I think, mm-hmm. is where it really was like, oh, okay, this is like what mm-hmm. you intended yes. this game to be. Yes. And then three mm-hmm. fucks it all up with stupid mini games. And you're like, God damn it. We were here. And four, I did like those. So. Mm-hmm. And then another game I, I want to borrow at some point is not a PS3 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a link, a link between worlds. Oh yeah. Which I, it's right over here. Yeah. Cause like, that's another one that you're like, you need to play. Yeah. I think, I, I think you I, would I really do. like that for sure. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Um, so the four games that I did try and I didn't care for, I'm probably going to just kind of move on. Yeah, I guess I, I don't, said, that, like, n- none of those surprised me very much. That you yes. were like, I mean, we both knew you were going to play Assassin's Creed for not very long and be like, yes. all right, yes. this was interesting. Let's see I what's think, next. So like, I I do have plans for this weekend to start something new. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, and that one I'm, I'm very confident I'm going to like as well. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, so I'll be just kind of bouncing between Ratchet and Clank and Yakuza 3. <laughs> so we will see. God, the beginning of Yakuza 3 is excruciating. It's so excruciating. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, someone please tell them what pacing is. Oh my God. That was the first one I played too. And I was uh, just like, people really like this. Uh-huh. Please, please. See, like, <laughs> that might have hurt a little bit. Like me knowing who Kiryu is, yes, it might help. That, that helps. But I was just like, "What the fuck is this? Like, this is not what I thought mm-hmm. this game was at all." Yes, because like I, I, I know you've, ex- I, I know you explained like you're like you're just kind of like a babysitter, basically. Yeah, for... like you're just like, oh, I got an orphanage of these kids, and like I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. And so it was, yeah, it was hard. But by the end of that game, I did love those characters, and like even the kids are cool. It's just mm-hmm. like whoa we are moving slow here yes <laughs> and then four I, is like the exact opposite of that where like yeah so yeah i've had these downloaded for like three or four months on because they're on game pass mm. i i actually i did buy the yakuza 3 4 and 5 collection mm. so that i could have every yakuza game on sure. ps4 so smart i have that smart. Now, yeah uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been playing. I, I'm about halfway through Ratchet and Clank. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, that's like all I've been thinking about, honestly, this week. <laughs> it, it's it, like I'm at work and I'm just thinking about Ratchet and Clank. I'm getting up at 5:30 every day so I can play oh, some Ratchet. Shit, and Clank in the that's morning crazy. I'm I'm just having a great time yeah. with Ratchet and Clank. Uh, and that and it made it hard, like going back to those others, because I'm like, do I want to play this game that I'm loving or just these other games that I'm like. Eh. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. If I had played Ratchet and Clank when I was younger, 
oof, I could be a completely different person, Manny. Who knows? <laughs> you could be. Uh, but I guess that'll do it for what we've been playing, and mm-hmm. we'll move into our part three, mm-hmm. which uh, we haven't done a top ten in a while, and I wanted to do one, but then we just kind of like had the um, we had plans for the Arkham Asylum, mm-hmm. and and then giant bomb giant imploded. Bomb. <laughs> yes, so I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to delay this top ten, and I was just kind of kind of thinking of different top tens to do, and then I was like, you know what? new smoke pokemon snap came out mm-hmm. recently uh so why don't we just kind of debate uh pokemon uh games and mm-hmm. like i don't think it would be fun to just do the main line so i was like yeah, you yeah. know any game any pokemon game is fair game so we're just gonna be doing basically any game with pokemon in the name but then like also like detective pikachu and pocken can also be uh mm-hmm. so um so are you in this uh spreadsheet no, no you are not i'm not um, i will come to the be sure to go to the be sure to go to the one that says top 10 and not the one that says top 10 lists yes remember i do time? remember four five six seven eight nine ten okay um so we're just like i didn't rank mine and i assume you didn't oh either, i did so rank mine okay uh, well i didn't rank mine yet because okay. like normally we just kind of like rank them as we go type mm-hmm. of thing. So uh, I don't know how you want to read them off. If you want to read them, read yours off from like 10 to one. Uh, I can, wanna... I can do that. I want to preface this by saying that uh, I did not put new Pokemon snap on this list because it is too new in my too brain. New. Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, so I, I'll go from 10 to one, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Pokemon rumble. This okay. is, I would I'm prefacing this by saying my list is so weird because I also went by my enjoyment of playing them. Not necessarily. No, I know, but like not necessarily. Like Pokemon Rumble is not good by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination. But I played multiplayer with Nukio, uh, Jumbo, and my brother, mm-hmm. and it's just like a simple two-button game, and it only had like it didn't even have all the Pokemon at the time. It had like the original 150 and maybe some more. <laughs> uh, but it was cool because like, they're just little dumbass windup toys and mm-hmm. you just like mash the buttons and you could actually like unlock shinies of them, which you could not do in any of the five or six Pokemon rumble games after that. Weird. Which I thought was weird. Uh, but I liked that one. It was just like some dumbass mm-hmm. we wear thing that was like 10, 15 bucks. And I was like, mm-hmm. let's try this. And it was like, oh, sure. we had a couple nights worth of fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, my number nine is Pokemon Conquest, which more people should play Pokemon Conquest. This is my hot take. Imagine a strategy RPG, but they're Pokemon. All right. Mm. It's sick. It's basically Pokemon mixed with romance of the three kingdoms. So you're Mm. like fucking Nobunaga has a Zekrom and shit. And it's so dumb. And I love it. It is an excellent DS game. I like Pokemon Conquest quite a bit. I never actually finished it because it has more content than you can possibly ever fucking handle. Mm. Uh, There's so many characters and like things you can do in it. It's it's really cool. You like take over territories and stuff. I like Pokemon Conquest quite a, it's really weird and unique for a pokemon game <laughs> sure uh my number eight is pokemon stadium 2 okay pokemon stadium's cool i like yeah i like pokemon stadium um i i don't know i mean it was just like you see them for 3d in 3d for the first time they added gen mm-hmm. 2 you know I, I will always love pokemon stadium mini games <laughs> sure like that hitmon top one is so dumb mm-hmm. 
like <laughs> fucking around and giving the presents to Delhi Bird. Like those were always mm-hmm. fun to play with people. Uh, my number seven is the Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy. Okay, I am just going to step in here yeah. and say this one was also on my Hell list. Hell yes. Did you know there was a so Japan-only I... sequel? What? We were screwed. How could, they, how could they do this to us? <laughs> I agree. We were screwed on this. I, that game was so fun. Yeah. I had so much fun with that game. Like It was like a full-fledged RPG, but only card yeah. battling. Like it, That game, I think, still probably holds up pretty well. Like it's I, Yeah. I, that's how I learned how to do the Pokemon card like, game. Exactly. Actually, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Same. Because <laughs> like, I didn't understand the rules as a kid. Well, and it was like, helped. as a kid, I liked it too, because it was like, I have some of these cards and you're like, oh, like mm-hmm. I recognize that card. Like, I know what this does. And like, I, I don't know. I always thought that game was really cool. So yeah, yeah when yeah. I, a couple of years ago, when I found out there was a sequel, I was like, what the fuck? I, I, I kind of wish I'm kind of sad that they never, patches, but. I, I'm sad that they never really brought brought it back. I mean, like yeah. I, they continued doing the cards. I mean, like it's yeah, I mean, it's and not like, like the cards are cards went away. So that was back when Wizards of the Coast did it. I think they transferred to another company now. But like Pokemon cards are so cool still. Like yes. the when now they have like full art cards and like all kinds of weird holographic ones. They like they look really cool. And I would probably collect them if I didn't want to try to not collect cards and spend a bunch of money on something I'll just look at. You know. Um. Well, and I mean, I mean, it's and like electronic card games have become like yeah, really they are popular. like the the Pokemon online. You can play the Pokemon card game online, but it's like yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. It's not. It's just like you're playing the card game. Like I just want to. Yeah, yeah. And then like the way you unlock the cards and stuff. I don't know. I thought I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I mean, like it like and it was. Just, yeah, I mean, they could have they could do something with it, but they're not doing anything with it. So yeah, um, my number six, Pokemon Pinball. All right. Fucking Pokemon Pinball is so good still. I actually played it somewhat recently. And I, I feel bad because I never played the sequel, the Game Boy Advance game, uh, mm-hmm. which was like up to Ruby and Sapphire. People said that was pretty good. But Pokemon Pinball, it was a stupid long Game Boy cartridge that had rumble in it. And so mm. it came with that and it would rumble when you hit the fucking bumpers and shit. And you would like catch the Pokemon by hitting certain things. And like you would try to collect all the Pokemon. You'd go to different tables. You would like travel between cities and it would like change the table. This is bizarre. Pokemon pinball fucking sick. A lot of a lot of games, older games in this list. Yes, this is true. <laughs> I new Pokemon spinoffs. I usually don't like because I feel like, uh, did you only do spinoffs? No, no, I did regular ones too. Okay. <laughs> Cause like so far it's only been spinoffs. So yeah, I just yeah, wanted yeah. to make sure. Um, yeah. Like I feel like a lot of newer Pokemon spinoffs, like have way less content, I guess. Yeah. Like, like uh, Pocket, they... I think Pocket is really cool, but like it's nothing. Like there's nothing outside of the fighting part of it. Well, they just, which it was more of a remake. They just re-released that one a couple, like last year, the Pokemon game. Because I played probably like 20 hours of it. Oh, they that was a new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. It was, Okay, I thought it was a remake. No, of like no, it was, I, it was a new one. Because like that one was just oh, like, Oh, wait, no, was that content. a remake? I don't even remember. I thought it, it was a remake. It had a lot of new content in it too. I don't actually know now that you say that. Okay. Okay. Uh, but speaking of it that, does... my number yes. five Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of okay. Time slash Darkness, which I was gonna look at here. Hang on. Hang on. Give me one second. I have to see what one I played. Dungeon. I don't remember if it was Time or Darkness. 
time or darkness because uh, many apparently is very emo uh, now uh, I anyways, guess I'll just anyways I don't know I can't see it it's too Pokemon far down mystery dungeon DX is what it was called okay so that must have been a remake of the first ones that's what I thought yeah, yeah. but yeah, anyways this was the DS one so they had like really gotten in on that um, so I'm just going to call it Pokemon mystery dungeon DS to just kind of sure. Sure, sure, sure. make it simple then um, okay. um, and then my number four, Pokemon Black slash White. Okay. I never played this, but like I know so, a lot of people say it's like one of the best. So ones. like I really like Black and White, and I think most people would say Black and White 2 are better, which I was going to put right. on there. But like I don't remember Black and White 2 like when I played it. I mm. do remember playing Black and White for the first time. Like Black sure. and White 2 added a lot of stuff that most Pokemon games should have now, honestly. But like I just don't remember playing it as much. Um, Sure. Uh, number three, Pokemon Snap. The Ridge. Uh, I'm just gonna button here and say that yeah. it's also on mine. Yeah. Uh, uh, which not surprising. And I actually I waffled back and forth on the first two for a long time. Number two, Pokemon Coliseum. Okay. I f- God, I fucking love Pokemon Coliseum for the GameCube. Sure. Because sure. it was like. I don't know. It was like people thought they were going to make another Pokemon stadium. I mean, it's even called Coliseum, right? And then it was like a whole RPG that was on the GameCube. So it was like finally wasn't on a handheld. And it was like, I don't know, there's the dark Pokemon and you're like rescuing them from their evil masters and then purifying them. And I I don't know, man. I still have a lot of the Pokemon that I purified from this game. The best Umbreon and Espeon ever conceived because those are your two. Those are your two starters uh, in this game. Um, and yeah, like the character then, was cool, like Mirror B. Uh, can I just guess what this is? Yeah, Pokemon Silver, <laughs> Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Yeah, you got it. Heart Gold. Okay, so it's the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. All right. Um, I'll. I'll, I guess, I, I, as I said, I didn't really rank mine, so I'll mm-hmm. just kind of go through 1 to 10 um, right off the bat. Uh, Pokemon Yellow. Okay. Because that, that, that was the first one I had. Like, I don't want to yeah, get yeah, into yeah, a debate. Yeah. Like, red or blue. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, I, I had I mean, yellow, yellow, that's has, what I It's got both of the, it's got more content. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it, yes. Um, uh, and then the one that brought me back to Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Y. Sure. I, I uh, thought about putting Pokemon X and Y in mine as well. Mm-hmm. Even though people really uh, don't look fondly on them now, I found out like people really didn't like those. I don't know. I, I love those games, so yeah. I I got re- like it's what brought me back to Pokemon after taking a very long break because yeah, yeah, yeah. like I played it as a kid and then I was like I'm too cool for Pokemon. Yeah, and then, I and then you got really into X and Y though, like on a level yes, that yes. I. <laughs> <laughs> I played like thousands yes, of hours, thousands and I of got hours it. of that, and that's why I think it's so awesome that yes, you put so thousands like of hours. Yes, which, like, to be clear, it wasn't necessarily because it was Pokemon Y in particular. Yeah, it, it was, was just, it was just that like, generation of Pokemon. You know? Yes, yeah. it was just it was just like I got into like breeding yeah, yeah. and like competitive Pokemon in a way, and I like we went to fighting game tournaments and I competed in Pokemon yeah, tournaments. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yes. Uh, and then Pokemon Snap. Uh, and then uh, the next one is uh, Pokken. Pokken, yeah, which you, that made you I get got a, into yeah, a Wii U. I didn't get a Wii U because of it. Oh. But I remember, like, I remember I was like, I 
don't care about this game. I'm kind of over fighting games. And then I played it at your house. And I like the next day I bought Pocket and then I just played it for like 20 hours one weekend. Yeah, it yeah. was, I got really yeah, into you're, Pocket. you big Machamp fan. Yes. Uh, and then the Pokemon card game. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I got to be different, Manny. Uh-huh. And I did uh, Pokemon Stadium, the first one. Okay. I picked the first one because I like the mini games a little bit better. Okay. That's fair. Hey. I mean that's very that's the main difference. <laughs> like to yes. be honest. So like <laughs> Well like the other big thing is like two, I guess, has a little bit more content because it has like more Pokemon, I guess you could it say. Does, yeah, because it has Gen 2 as well. And like yes. I think it does a little bit more with the like when you're fighting all the gym leaders and stuff and the Elite Four going through that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, the the mini games are I think the main big difference there, really. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, it, like I love the Ratatata one. It's they're all so good. Like, yeah, see, like oh, yeah, but the one I, I never owned pokemon stadium one myself like my friends all had it so like two was the one i got which is why i picked yes that. yeah like and i clefairy i still like uh, when i hear clefairy <laughs> yes yes i just think of that song yes the clefairy song uh-huh. uh yes whenever i hear clefairy i think about that song um and then i didn't have pokemon soul silver mm. i put down pokemon silver okay uh, so we'll figure that one out at some point. Uh, and then uh, my next one, Pokemon Go. Pokemon. Go. Oh, see, I I knew that this would be on yours. I figured it would be. Mm-hmm. I I just like I never had fun with it, and I like I know sure, it's a sure. huge thing, and like it was a big deal. I just like yeah, I don't know. I never had thought it was fun for me personally. I I don't know if I'm necessarily having fun, but it's just giving. Well, but me it's a something to, to like, do. Like, I, I think it is a yeah. really good app. Like I think they did a good yes. job designing that and like doing all that stuff. And now it's way got way more than it did when yes. I played. But yeah, I Pokemon Go for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, one of my remake uh, remake here, uh, Pokemon uh, Leaf Green, yes. slash Fire Red. That's so, um, so good. I would probably say that over over yellow. And then the last one I did is Let's Go Pikachu Eevee. Okay. Because I I also thought about really, this one. So like I what I like about this list is even the ones on yours that I did not pick, I cannot mm-hmm. be like, oh fuck that game. And yes, like yes. I, I think that that is like it speaks a lot to Pokemon as like a franchise, I guess, like overall mm-hmm. is like a lot of their even their spinoff games are like really fun. I mean, there are yes. some real fucking duds like, hey, you Pikachu and shit. Quest. Was it Pokemon Quest? Oh, yes. That just launched in mainland China and it's doing mm-hmm. really well. Like they had advertisements That's... on like skyscrapers mm-hmm. and shit. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, I didn't like that. But like even a lot of the more yeah, recent yeah. mobile games, like I like Pokemon Master Sex, you know? <laughs> i'm always gonna call it that because they fucked it up mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. but yeah like i i think that's a, a fun enough game mm-hmm. even if though it's a gotcha game like i sure. most pokemon spinoffs i think i do enjoy like i even bought pokemon channel for the gamecube which is like not a good game but i had fun with it when i played it is that the one where it's like the farm or is that pokemon farm because like there was one that you could get like that's how you got mew that that was like the basically the pokemon bank equivalent of uh that generation of games and it was only on the wii was that called right. Pokemon? what the fuck was that called pokemon uh, yeah but it basically added like a trillion extra boxes for that generation of pokemon um oh, oh i know i'm just kind of pokemon ranch yes but no pokemon channel is like this 
dumb fucking game where you would just like change the channels on this TV and like you could like kind oh, kind of walk yeah. around outside of the uh-huh. TV. It was like it was nothing. And it like the main part of it was like these Pichu shorts. And you could like, I was you could, say, like, like draw like, and yes. shit. I still have mm-hmm. that game. Like it's not good, but I have good memories right, of right. playing that game. Uh-huh. And like that's the same like Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium 2. Like I, I just have good memories of playing these games and I mm-hmm most of them are fun like the fact that we both got so excited about the pokemon trading card game of all things yeah like yes. <laughs> yeah i don't know i just pokemon just makes me happy most of the time like i just uh, like playing yeah. that game so um i think first off we could probably get rid of one of the stadiums um i would say <laughs> probably keep two because like at least with two yeah it like it has the because like another thing that i loved about stadium is it allowed you to play the game boy game yes on the main on TV. the main tv but and you could also like do the do duo and dodrio modes to yes. speed it up two or three mm-hmm. times that was cool too uh but the thing about two is you can play you know gold and silver. silver yeah as as well as the old one so like it's just a little bit better i just wanted to say that pokemon stadium one i think has the better mini game sure so that's all that's that's all i, Look, I man, i'm not gonna fight it i will never i will never get over hip on top and hit pokemon sure, stadium sure. too he's my he's my fave uh i just uh i just think that's important yeah. you know? uh so that's gonna be okay. my first cut so is, we're gonna uh, we're gonna pokemon cut pokemon stadium. rumble right now it is not a good game at all. I just I I think it's so fun. It is so bad. It's not okay, good. Okay. And then like what pissed me off was it was like a weird flash in the pan for me where I was like, oh, this is fun. And we played four player or whatever. Every one mm-hmm. that came out after it, I could not stand playing. Like they put sure. out a mobile version and that sucks. The like 3DS game is awful. And it just like it never captured the stupid, pure, simple magic of that first game. Which was a fifteen dollar WiiWare product? <laughs> Fucking ridiculous! Is it possible that like you got like everything you were gonna get out of that franchise? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, like you either push A or B, and like uh-huh. the only thing that matters is the numbers of strength on your Pokemon. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, this next one, I'm having a hard time deciding. But I think if I were to cut one, it would probably be uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Okay. Um, I I think there is a remake of one that I like a little bit more. Okay, that makes uh, sense. Of Gen 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Although, like, I, I mean, like, I they, they experimented with some things in Pikachu and Eevee that forever changed Pokemon for the better. And what I what uh, I think is weird about Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu is just like before that game came out, the Pokemon fan base was so fucking mad. And we're like, mm-hmm. I can't believe they're like babyfying the Pokemon. I fucking hate this game. It's <laughs> ruining Pokemon. And then like I still see people with that sentiment, but everyone I know in person mm-hmm. that played that game is like no yeah like i don't think it's like the best but like i really enjoyed it and like i had a lot of fun with it mm-hmm. and like that was i got snowed in at my mom's house because i was house sitting for her and it was right after i got this game and i just basically like played it straight through to completion and then i grinded out a shiny nine tails <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like what I, I what i love about it is it's basically a remake of yellow 
but it's got a great spin on it where it's not just the same experience. Like yeah. it, it, like it, it does like it, it, it's nostalgic, but different. Yeah. And they, like they balance that perfectly. And that's why like, I, I will, it's the best Pokemon game on the, the switch. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that for sure. I, uh, so, I mean, we'll see with this new Pokemon game that that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, Legends lo- Legends year. looks really cool. I'm like, I welcome anything they do to try to like change mm-hmm. that formula up a little bit, even if it's not like what Pokemon becomes. Like, if it's just a side right. game, like, sure, mm-hmm. just anything that gives that team a break from making the same thing over and over again. I will say one thing, like looking at this list that I kind of surprised that you didn't have was uh, Sun and Moon. So I did really like Sun and Moon, and I still think it is one of my like favorites if I was just going by the mainline Pokemon games. Sure. Like it probably would be my, eh, maybe it would be my Third? fourth because I like, um, I do really like X and Y as well. So, well, I, I just know like you were just like, this feels like a lived in Pokemon. It does. Game. And like, that's why I really like it. But like, that's also why I like a lot of these other side games as well. Sure. <laughs> because sure. like a lot of them actually do that, I think pretty well. And it's weird because there are a lot of Pokemon side franchises that I never got into that. I think I would have really liked like Pokemon Ranger and shit where like it's mm-hmm. the DS game and all you do is like yep. draw circles around the Pokemon. Like I have <laughs> one because I had this grand design in my mind that I was going to use it to get Minifi because it was like the only way to get it. And I played for like four hours and I was like, I'm going to do something else now. Like I got it at GameStop <laughs> for like fucking like six sure. bucks or something. So, but I mean, like I had fun with that while I played it. I just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, but that, that was, uh, let's go. We just cut, uh, let's go, po- uh, Pikachu and Eevee. So, um, it, this is a hard list to cut. This it is, is because a- like, I don't dislike any of these games. Sure. Sure. I mean, you can cut one of mine. You can cut one of yours. Like you, it- yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I would say conquest. Okay. Because I do think Pokemon Conquest is like a really cool game, but it is like mm-hmm. I, I don't know that it's cool because it's a Pokemon game. I just think it's fascinating that it's a Pokemon game. Sure. Because sure, sure. it's like is just like a regular strategy RPG, like Final Fantasy Tactics style, but with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that Oda Nobunaga has a Pokemon in this game and is like everybody's like cool with that blows my mm-hmm. fucking brain open every time I see it. And it's just like, yeah, like feudal Japan, but they're fighting the other territories with Pokemon. It's just really strange. And I remember when they announced that, I was like, is this real? <laughs> yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. I, I've ne- I never played it, but yeah, that's. Yeah, that it's, it's definitely an interesting game, but I, I don't know that like it being a Pokemon sure. game. It would have been cool even if they weren't Pokemon, mm-hmm. I think. But that was just an added bonus of like, what the fuck is this? Sure. Uh, for me, I don't think we need silver and like soul silver. That is true. Uh, on this list. Um, I assume soul silver is basically silver, but just better. Yes. So like the reason I think heart gold and soul silver are the best Pokemon games is like, I don't know. I always find this hard to quantify one. It came with the Pokemon Walker. That was tight. It's you could transfer the Pokemon to this dumb little LED thing and take it with you walking and it would level them up and then you could transfer it back with an IR sensor. And you could like get 
like uh they you'd get like poke miles or something the more you walked and you could trade that in for like rare candies and stuff which they brought that into why yeah i think because like but it was just like with the 3ds like poke yeah, miles yeah. were a thing um but yeah no that I, remember... I still have that dumbass little thing and mm-hmm. i always think about replacing the batteries on it and just like fucking around mm-hmm. with it but yeah, that was a weird thing that came packaged with all of those copies of that game. And I just remember it being weird. But like it has a really good pixel art style that I think really shines because remember that game had seasons. Mm-hmm. And so like that is so much more fleshed out in this game because I, I it still looks incredible when it's fallout. Like it's ridiculous sure. how colorful it is. But yeah, I mean, like the reason I always like gold and silver is because it, I can't say that I don't like red and blue, right? It's just that it also contains those games in it. (laughs) And to me, even as an adult, I can't comprehend it because like what Pokemon games have become feel to me. Well, especially Sword and Shield, like feel so anemic with the content in them. And the fact that they were just like, yeah, you beat this new area. But what if the original game in its entirety basically was here for you to play? And as a kid, I was just like, (laughs) and like they even added more to that in Heart Gold Mm -hmm. and SoulSilver. Like you can fight all kinds of like even newer gym leaders and stuff in like tournaments. And that was the one where you could have one of the Pokemon following you. So they had made sprites for literally every Pokemon for the overworld, which is like an insane amount of work. You could still you could get like um, the like ribbons and badges that the Pokemon could get from contests. But like, it's just like, oh, you've been with this fucking Venusaur forever. He's got Mm. this cool badge to let you know that. And you could get the stickers and like. You could make it so that you put them on Pokeballs so that like when you threw them out, like effects would come off of them and stuff. It just like it is those original games, but with so much more in it, I guess. Right. And that's what I I always will look back on that game as being like, to me, the most feature complete Pokemon games, which is like sure. bizarre to think about mm-hmm. because there have been so many since then. Yes, there has been. And like, but yeah, like I that generation, I think, is like the least amount added new uh i don't know that that's true anymore okay that because i I think there are exactly a hundred new pokemon and most of the two newest ones i think sword and shield and sun and moon add less than a hundred new pokemon well the the most recent one they didn't even like bring back all the pokemon exactly yeah there was dexit and like there's a whole big thing so but yeah i think those two didn't add a i didn't even have a hundred new pokemon but yeah, like I still I still really like the Gen 2 Pokemon as well. Like I right, people right. love to clown on it and be like, oh, name me a Pokemon. And it's like, look, Typhlosion, Hitmontop, Pseudo Wudo. Let's go. Like I I got it all day. Smeargle, Houndoom, <laughs> Scizor. Hey, I, I, Houndoom was like a big part of Pokemon Go this week. So. Oh, nice. Steelix. Fuck. And sure, there were Pokemon like Pineco. You know, he's not a winner, but he was there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Hoot, sure. Hoot, Murkrow, yeah. Mischievous. Ugh. Pokemon. I love Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're doing this. <laughs> <I know. laughs> All right. So I caught silver. So what would you like to uh, cut? Uh, I guess hmm. I'll take one for the team on this one and I'll cut Pokemon Pinball. 
I, I was going to question that next. I was like, I, I, I know like it's, it is so how, good. Even people who don't like Pokemon, like Pokemon pinball. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is it more pinball or is it more? Pokemon? No, it's for me. It's more Pokemon. Like it's crazy. Okay. I, it makes me want to play it right now. Actually thinking about oh, it, wow. thinking okay. about it. It just the fact that it's a pinball game and still has like so much going on in it is crazy. Like I never played the Game Boy Advance one, but I feel like I should check it out sometime. But yeah, the rumble added nothing to the game for me. I was oh, like, who so gives true. a fuck about this? But just, yeah, like you got to catch all the original 151 Pokemon and like you travel between cities. And, oh, man. It's so weird. <laughs> Oof. Do you have one that you because th- I'm looking at this list and I don't even know what to cut um, and we need to cut two more. So I was like, is there anything that's like sticking out to you? The, the sticking out to me. I, I mean. I guess I get I guess if I was going to cut one. Of mine again. I would cut, cut I would anything. well no but like white and black black and white it sounds weird are, it sounds sure? it sounds weird to say white and black yeah because like if you think about it like soul sil- silver red and what x and y I feel like have to be on the top 10 because of how much you played them and the fact that I also like them so I sure. I if I was going to cut two I would say black and white because you didn't even play that generation, right? And like, even though I still liked it, I, I, I still think retroactively people are wrong about the Gen 5 Pokemon. Like people were so wildly shooting. They're like, it's a chandelier. Chandelier is fucking sick. And I stand by this. It, so many of those Pokemon, they're like, they're just inanimate objects. This is the beginning of the downfall. And like, I still think a lot of those Pokemon in the generation were actually really cool. Yeah, I, and like I don't want to like. No, no, I yeah. think I would love. If, no, if I, I, I think you would definitely. Pokemon I, white yeah. and black, I would have loved yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I I I even bought it, and I did play through some of it, but like because I played it on the 3ds, I couldn't overwrite the save. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember. So that. like I, I was like, I guess like so like I could. I was basically stuck. And I could only get to a certain point, and then I could I like had to like stop. It was like huge oversight <laughs> in that game, in like in being able to like play um, older like games, like like on your 3ds playing a DS game. If you can't save it, that is a huge oversight in like uh, backwards compatibility. But that's more of a Nintendo fucking up, or like somebody really fucked that up. That's yeah, all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah. With that. Um, but yeah, like everybody that I've talked to about Pokemon white and black, they rave about the story. Yeah. Like that was like the, the first Pokemon story. game that like had a story that I remember outside of like, I'm going to become the champion. Not to say that's a bad story. That's just what they all were. Whereas like, yeah, mm-hmm. ends whole thing about how he felt like Pokemon should be like more your friends and not in Pokeballs and stuff like, and then how he gets betrayed at the end. Like I, that story is cool. And then like in the middle of the elite four is when you go to do that whole final part, like you get transported to their weird fucking castle. Mm -hmm. Like it's all really neat for sure. And so to go with that, the other one I was going to say to cut is Pokemon yellow yellow. because, because like I am with you fire Red and leaf green are fucking awesome. (laughs) 
Yes. I, I mean, if you're going to go back and play Gen 1, you're going to go back. You're going to go Leaf back. Green yeah, you, you would play Leaf Green and Fire Red for sure, because I think that's the best version of those games, even if you take Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu into account. You get a run button. You get a, the run button, Matt. That's a key. It's key. <laughs> but the other big thing is you go back and you're like, dark wasn't a thing. Dark wasn't a thing. Yeah. Steel wasn't, Steel a, wasn't thing. a thing. Those were. So it's like, it's Gen so two. weird. It's so weird fighting like a Magnemite and being like, oh, it's not weak to fire. Yeah. That is so weird. It's so weird to go back to that. And then like. I still think the like the same reason I like how Heart Gold and Soul Silver looks is like the sprite mm-hmm. style they use in that game is timeless. Like it yes. still looks like oh this is a cool game to me. Mm-hmm. And then like even the extra stuff they added like outside of that they added those like the number islands or whatever the fuck they were called they're like eight islands. Oh yeah yeah. And you could catch a lot of Gen two Pokemon and I think even maybe mm-hmm. uh, did that come out before Ruby and Sapphire or after. Uh, I think it was like that generation. So it probably it was maybe because like it was weird because you couldn't get most of the Gen 2 Pokemon unless you got them from the extra islands and fire red and leaf green or Colosseum and XT. And I thought that was bizarre. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I think uh, that playing XD was the only way you could get Lugia and Mm, Ho-Oh. During that generation. But yeah, like I, I it I was that was going to be my thing. Like, I don't think we need leaf green fire. No, red yeah, like I, I, I would t- yeah. I would take leaf green and fire red over yellow. Not that not, like not that I think yellow is bad like that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, back then it, that shit ruled. It was it was my first Pokemon game. Yeah. And that's why it's pure nostalgia. Why it's on this list. Mm-hmm. I, I will admit that. Yeah. So like uh, but that gets us down to 10. So our 10 are Pokemon Coliseum, Pokemon Go. Uh, Pokemon Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Pokemon Leaf Green, Fire Red, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium Two, Pokemon Trading Card Game, Trading Card Game. So this is the only one from the nineties. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's true because Pokemon Snap was 2000, 2001? two thousand one. Yeah, right around there, I believe. Uh, and then Pokemon Y and Pokken Tournament. Yeah. Uh, so Manny, you didn't have. Um, uh, Detective Pikachu in your list? I didn't. I never played like, Detective Pikachu. Oh, I thought you did. No, okay. I want to. They keep saying that Switch Remaster is going to fucking come. When's it coming out, dog? I would play it. I Because that game was like notoriously not finished. Like mm-hmm. the ending of the game, like it's like a weird cliffhanger, I guess. Or like maybe they had a DLC eventually, but I want to play it. It's just, yeah, sure. they never released that Switch version like they said they were going I bet they do at some point. Yeah, like I think it's I it's coming out at the same time as Detective Pikachu 2 or something, and I think they're like both on the sure. same cartridge, they said, or something. Mm. Interesting. Uh, so, but um, I guess now we'll just kind of move into what we normally do next is just kind of like roughly just kind of do like top, middle, and then like bottom of the list. So Pokemon Coliseum, is that a top, middle, or bottom? For me, I would say top, but that's... Okay, if you want to, we can put it at top. Like if you Pokemon Go, I'll just say at the bottom. Yes. Like I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Heart Silver or Heart Gold, Soul Silver, like top as well. Same thing, yeah. Okay, I would also uh, say this is too. Pokemon Leaf Green, yes, Fire Red, for okay. sure. Uh, I will say this is bottom. Uh, bottom. Uh, that's Pokemon Mystery Dungeon yeah, yeah. DS. Uh, Pokemon S- Snap. Like, see, like middle. Like, 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 I don't know. Dude. I was. I was 
like if we're going with our hearts, it's in the middle. Yeah, that's true. It, it's uh, Pokemon Stadium. I would, like, I would, I would push medium. I would say middle medium as well. Like right in the middle, uh, the trading uh, trading card game, like oh, it's so high in my heart. But I think near the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Y, I'll say middle. Yeah, I would say middle, and then Pocket. I would and say bottom. Pocket will be bottom. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, we'll just kind of do it this way. So like, Pokemon Go, Mystery Dungeon DS, trading card game, or Pocket Tournament. I will say Pocket Tournament is number ten. Okay. I'll take that. You're not going to fight no, me. No, I'll take yeah. that as a, as an answer. Uh, um, what do you think number nine? Because like I'll, I'll say it right now, training card game seven. Oh, definitely. 100%. Agree with that okay, for sure. Even... I'll take that. Okay. Because you never played uh, Mystery Dungeon, so I can't, like, I can't make you feel the feelings that game makes you feel. I played DX. You played DX, but this one... This one hits your heart, Matt, in a way that like mm. I've never wanted to cry during a Pokemon game. Really, it's so mm-hmm. sad. It is like a really emotional story. It's so good because you are you are the Pokemon. Like you wash up on the shore and you have become the Pokemon. Oh, it's so fucking sad. But that's what happens in. D- I know the it's the same well. thing. But it, it it is a lot. There's a lot of other Pokemons that sure, you meet. Sure, it's sure. very good. I would. Can I counter sure. by saying Pokemon Go <laughs> literally gets me to walk outside? See, that's why it's whack. Get it off the list. Get it out of here. Okay. No, I. So okay. I, it's gone. No, no. I. And we're I would say bring back Pokemon Yellow. Pinball, okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I mean, I I will accept that. I, I will because I have also no, played Pokemon I Go. I mean, I I would have said Pokemon Go nine and Mystery Dungeon at eight, but like, yeah, that that that's fine. Yeah. That's what I went yeah, with. That's fine. Uh, as Pokemon Go, I did. I do think like I've. It's the only mobile game I have ever really played and i I literally play it every day yeah and like you've stuck with it too is uh, speaks a lot to it uh uh, and like as i said like i've never gotten into a mobile game and i'm only into this one because like it just kind of gets me outside and it gets me moving around yeah so uh so so uh now we're looking at uh basically four through six and that's pokemon y pokemon stadium 2 and pokemon snap i say pokemon stadium is number six Oh, interesting. See, I th- I think that Pokemon Y is number four. X and Y. So what were you thinking at number six then? Snap? I was going to say Snap, but I see. But th- that's Ooh. tough because like I, I do think that X and Y should be four, though. I think that is like for sure. Because okay. because they I, are just they are good mainline Pokemon games. You know what I mean? Like that was the first one that came to the 3DS and like. I like those games a lot. And I actually, yes. I think that that generation also added a bunch of cool Pokemon, even though there wasn't as many as a lot of people expected. Like I remember being on Reddit and like following every leak for that game and like losing my mind every time something new was discovered. Like those games were cool. Well, that also introduced fairy. It did and introduce fairy. And that was a big deal. I love Sylveon. Yes. One of my favorite Pokemon mm-hmm. they added in that Klefki I could do without, but like, I, yeah. I I I even like the areas in that game. I think are like pretty unique. Like they they do a good job with it. I, I like X and Y. Is the moral of the story. And I, another thing, like for me personally, like because like I did love like replaying it. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of water to deal with. And yes, like, seven point eight uh, too much water. Little... I mean, it's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. I I do want to give a special shout out to Omega. Ruby Those are good, actually. Those are actually good too. Yeah. And like my favorite thing about that is the uh, the friend like what was oh it? The, the secret bases 
the secret bases because like that was a broken way to level it was up your you Pokemon. could fight all the blissies yes, but even more than get, that like, i love that system in the original because you could like collect the plushies and like decorate your base and shit mm-hmm. and you could still do that in this one but yeah it added a lot to the remake for sure and I, one other thing I want to add about Pokemon Y that, like, I'm so sad they never brought back was the Pokemon, like, friend zones. Oh, yes. Where everybody yes. in your friend, if you're, it in, is under, that was so cool. It was so cool, and it was so good. Uh-huh. It was, like, the mm-hmm. only reason I had to add people to my 3DS friends yes. list. And, like, yes. people who had Ditto were so coveted online. Like, people were mm-hmm. like, oh, my fucking God, got to get this 7 IV Ditto, baby. And, like, yes. the fact that, yeah, it was, like, rarer Pokemon and you could get them with high IVs. Like, it was really cool. Yeah. And, like, everyone had, like, a unique one. And, like, even if, like, you had a ground and I had a ground, we could have very different Pokemon mm-hmm. in that. It, it was just, like, I. it was just a fun thing to, like, a reason to build out your, your, your friends 3DS list. Yes. friends list. Because yes. there's no uh, other reason. <laughs> no, no. So th- I, I did really like that. And I'm sad they haven't brought that back. Yes. Uh, but getting back to so okay, I, I will say stadium can be six. I accept this, okay. but th- the reason I say this is because it's not that much of a game on its own. Like it's already, it's just the Pokemon Battle System with a cool 3D wrapper. It does have mm-hmm. like the renting Pokemon to fight, like the gym leaders and stuff, and like that's pretty neat. And you can unlock some gift Pokemon that way that are pretty cool. The mini games are my main draw to that game still. Uh, I will say, like, going through and battling the Pokemon, it did become a bit of a grind at a certain point. Oh, for sure. I I actually listened to a 40-minute video a couple weeks ago of every call-out the announcer can make. (laughs) And it's really funny. Uh, He's got a lot of things he can say in Stadium 2, and his voice is insane. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I love Pokemon Stadium, but like, I'm so happy Pokemon Snap is in the top five. That's all. Well, yeah, say. I mean, like, we both like that's why we were both so excited for the new one. Whereas I ended up liking yes. it more than you did. But it Pokemon Snap, like, it just is. Yes. It is what I want Pokemon to be. I guess, like, I just want it mm-hmm. to be like seeing these cool animals in their cool habitats. And like, yes. Pokemon Snap does a good job with that. Love Professor Oak. Oh. Mm-hmm. you know oh. classic. it's so excellent yeah yeah, yeah excellent yeah. stuff it's, it's it's fun uh and i i i don't know they're looking back i feel very fondly about just like unlocking those mysteries and just like discovering out how to like you know get open up the next area i'm sure as a kid it was a little frustrating and i just don't well, what i what i think is even more funny is like i had played that game to completion at my friend's houses several times before i got my n64 and played it myself and then mm-hmm. i just fucking did it again and again yeah, and again yeah. and again and <laughs> like i Something about that game, like as a kid, even though like you don't think about it being so short back then, but mm-hmm. like I still was like, I never was like, oh, this game has no content. Like, who fucking cares? Like, I, I love that game always. So. And and then it was added to the Wii U, and then I bought it on the Wii U, and I played through it a few times, like because it, it's a it's an easy game to sit down and like you can play through in like two hours. So, Fun like, fact about me: I have the novelization of Pokemon Snap. Oh, that's uh, that's interesting. It's fucking so stupid. Mm. I it's probably in this drawer over here. I'll have to bust it out sometime. It is wild. It's so dumb mm. and bad. 
It's like, and then talk uh, to anyway, the picture of a Grimer. That's got to be It's awful. so awful. I love it. It's got to be awful. It's so stupid. <laughs> but getting back into our top three, uh, Pokemon Coliseum, Pokemon Heart Gold, Soul Silver, and Pokemon Leaf Green. So I will say number three should be Pokemon Coliseum. Oh, that, I, I was going to make that suggestion. Um, and then I was going to say Leaf Green, Fire Red, number two. Sure. And then Heart Gold, Soul Silver, I number I got to talk about Coliseum for a second, though. No, that game ahead, is so sick. And I... I bet it doesn't hold up as much as it does in my memory, but that hmm. seeing the graphics of those Pokemon on the fucking GameCube and the fact that it was, it brought back a lot of gen two Pokemon that weren't readily available in that gen of Pokemon mm-hmm. was like super cool. Like your starter Pokemon are Umbreon and Espeon. Like that's crazy. And you right. fight this insane weirdo who has a giant Afro that's half white and half red mirror B. And he was always dancing and he has all these ludicolos that he will dance with him. And like, so every time you fight him, he's like, got like four ludicolos and you're like, what is this insane man? And it's like not very long, but like just the concept of every Pokemon game, you are told you cannot throw a Pokeball at the other trainers, Pokemon. Because if you do, it just gets thrown mm. back. The fact that you have a Pokeball on like a rope basically tied to your hand. And if they have an evil Pokemon, you just literally throw it and take it from them <laughs> is the most fucking satisfying thing in the world because they're like, you are mistreating this Pokemon. It is mine now. Mm. And I think that is so sick. And then like you just have to use them in battle or have them with you for long enough that they get purified because like they have like some dark moves, but it like hurts them. So you like don't want to do that. How do you feel that Pokemon Go brought that back, back? I think that's cool. Like when I saw those rocket things in the dark Pokemon, like I thought that was really neat. Um, the only like this doesn't have to do with Coliseum, but in XD, Lugia looked different when he was dark. He, dark Lugia is way cooler. And they're like, oh, you can't transfer it unless you purify it. And I was like, no, he doesn't look as cool. <laughs> And actually, Pokemon Coliseum is why uh, I have a Moltres that can't be transferred from that generation of games. Oh. Because when you would purify them, they would get a ribbon that said like, oh, you purified them from Pokemon Coliseum. And so it would make the game's auto cheat checking think that it was a hacked Pokemon. Oh, and i was sure. so fucking mad because it didn't do that for the normal ones but it did it for the a couple of the legendary birds for me and it was like mm. a common issue and i was like well i guess i just won't get this fucking moltres then i don't know sure and it was just like another way so like because you know i always tried to make a living decks and stuff and i will ne- i will yes. never get there but like it was another good way to like get extras of a bunch of legendaries and stuff i think that was actually the first one where you could get jirachi i think i can make unlimited jirachis because it came with a pre-order bonus disc that is literally just you put it in and you connect the Game Boy Advance games with the Game Boy connector and get a Jirachi. Hmm, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can still make unlimited Jirachis if anyone ever needs a Jirachi. <laughs> we would have to I transfer don't... it through several generations and it would be a huge pain <laughs> in the ass, but we could get that Jirachi. See, my thing is like... I just kind of like breeding and stuff. And so like legendaries do nothing. Oh, but some of them are so cool. It's why I want to, that's that's why I want to get the horses and the, the Pokemon DLC because they're cool. Sure. Uh, But I did want to ask you, how'd you feel about just doing like a top 10 list like this, where it's just like, Hey, it's like one franchise. type. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with that. 
So like if we did like let's say like a Mario one where it's like, hey, if it has if Mario, in, Mario the name, in the title, we in there. Sure. Uh um and then I thought like maybe we could do like some like um just like uh developer. So like maybe like eventually we could do like um the Yakuza, like the Ryu got go. Oh yeah. I don't yeah, know how yeah. to say their Ryu the, got what, Ryu. Yeah. Uh, yes, which uh, that that like, one's, like, we'll that just... one's weird because it's like basically just Yakuza and then Judgment and uh, sometimes the weird ones that didn't come over here, like the feudal Japan Yakuza, whatever the fuck that's called. But I figured like oh, that would be a fun one to do, like when we uh, like after we play Judgment Two, yes. we could like sit down and like rank. And them if all. you have so, played like, Yakuza Three, Four, and Five by then, we can truly have that yes. discussion. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's why I kind of want to do that. So like, like, I was like, we could do like fun things like that, and then like, but next week I think we're gonna because I have like those five brackets I made, and we've only done one so yeah, far. Yeah. So we have like four more brackets to go through. So I think next week we'll do that. Okay. But, like I. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to do a top 10 list cause it'd been a long time since we didn't done one. So now, uh, we've done our Pokemon. Uh, oh, so, so we got, now... I guess we got it. Yeah. Two is fire red leaf green. One is heart gold soul silver. Yes. So I'll run through uh 10 to yeah. one. So at number 10 is pocket tournament. Mm-hmm. The only one that does not start with Pokemon. That is, that is 100% true. And I did not notice <laughs> that until right now. Uh, but at number nine is Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Number eight is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. That is the DS yeah, version. Yeah. So like the the time and darkness, darkness. Because yeah, I'm an edge lord. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, number seven is the Pokemon Trading Card Game, the only game from the nineties. Uh, Pokemon uh, number six is Pokemon Stadium Two. Uh, number five is Pokemon Snap. Uh, Pokemon uh, Y is number four. Number three is Pokemon Coliseum. Number two is Pokemon Leaf Green Fire Red. And number one is Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, so oh, I got uh, I gotta say this real quick. I'm still so mad that X and Y did not get a third version. It, I clearly Z. Oh, was clearly playing. Z I mean, was like, supposed to happen because he just fucking threw it into Sun and Moon with all the Zygord shit. But like. Yes. I, like those games were good enough on their own. I feel like mm-hmm. with the way they update those games in a third version, X and Y would have benefited a ton from yes. that. Like they could have made those already good games even better. They fucking mm-hmm. they goofed here is what I'm saying. Can I give one more shout out to Pokemon Y X sure. and Y for one more Go thing? Go for it. Rem- remember the story in the guy the flabbe- oh, you mean you mean <laughs> xyz or whatever his fucking name is what a dumb fucking guy name and what if he's like got that sexual relationship with his flamebe that that story is buck-ass wild dude they were just Uh, like oh he's like a hundred years old oh it's so weird it's so weird (laughs) yeah that that game is those games are very good though for sure yes Mm mm-hmm yeah, I just wanted to get. I re- God, remember like first playing that, and then like like Zapdos or one of the legendary birds like shows up like almost instantly right at the beginning, and you're like, "What is this game?" Mm-hmm. That was like that was like a really cool weird thing that they did. Uh, I, I thought at least. No, yeah, like I I like most of the stuff they did with that game. I think people were like weirdly harsh on it, as Pokemon fans always are. Uh, but sure. th- those ones like I were very good for sure. I, I remember the pacing being really the weird. The pacing is like, really weird. But... 
we're like the first like I think like ten hours you encounter like two gems, and then all of a sudden it just like yeah, gem. It's, so gem like that's a, that's one of the things that like I feel like they would have rectified that with a yes. third version. And I the reason that I remember X and Y so fondly is because me and Nukio went to pick it up, and we mm-hmm. literally played it straight for like 15 hours in my house like we just sat here on this couch (laughs) and just fucking played and we would fight each other after every gym because we were always Mm. at the same point to see like what our (laughs) pokemon were and like who was stronger Mm -hmm. and that was maybe the most fun i've had like playing through a pokemon game for the first time Mm. like just doing that and we could never recreate that scenario because now he doesn't really care about pokemon anymore and doesn't like playing it so like we could never recreate that scenario of us being both so into it and both being at the exact same point because we're psychos and wouldn't stop playing Mm. it (laughs) so and like just even like we didn't know about a lot of the stuff in it so like even just being like oh i found this item over here like i found this thing over here this i caught this pokemon oh where the fuck was that like it was a really Mm. fun good experience yeah yeah where i i remember for me I had just broken up with a a girlfriend and I was like, I'm really sad and I just need something to keep me busy. And then I went out and bought a a 3DS in Pokemon. And then I just got like weirdly into Pokemon in like this huge way, as you know, and played like a thousand hours. A thousand hours of that game. Like I just remember you showing me the playtime and I was like, holy shit, dude. (laughs) If I fired that game up, it's at 999. It doesn't even show anymore in the game. And I have to go to the 3DS menu. And that's that's fucking dedication. You were breeding Pokemon. You competed in tournaments with that game. Like that was that was a wild time for sure yes i just needed like a distraction because i was really sad at the time and like pokemon was there for me in a big way so like that's always going to be a special game for me for that for sure um but yeah i'm very happy with this list uh we continue to be very civil in these top 10 lists but this but Uh, this one these ones this one specifically is like i i don't think either one of us would have put a pokemon game on here that i would just be like no like neither one of us was gonna suggest, "Hey, you Pikachu." You know what I mean? Like, I the the only one could be like if I put Sword and Shield. On oh, here okay, that would be, be like, yeah. I would be like, hell yeah. no, top ten, nothing. Uh, but like even I'm like I can't. I don't even know if that's top fifteen for no, me. No, yeah, I I would have many games before that. I think. Mm-hmm. Where like I feel like I probably feel more that that way about Sun and Moon. Yeah. But that was just because, like, Sun and Moon had, like, a lot more story that I didn't care about. And it was all unskippable cutscenes. Oh, so I was boy, just, they like, really really frustrated f- with fucking, that. The plot in Sword and Shield still, <laughs> it throws me, it tilts me off the earth. It was literally like they forgot it had a plot until the last <laughs> ten minutes. And then they were like, oh, uh-huh. shit. And they, like, threw it in. Oh, God damn, dude. That game's so fucking weird. The wild yeah. area. That wild the area DLC is, wild areas seem cooler. I'll give them that. They yeah, seem like they yes. were like a closer realization of what they actually wanted to do in that. Still not still great. not great, but I, mean, I, I, mean, I, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to praise them for doing like a mediocre job at best at that wild area. Uh, and also remember, they did the dungeon crawl, but you don't even get to pick the Pokemon. I still i I try to block <laughs> that in my brain that you told me that because it's fucking insane, dude. <laughs> So yeah, uh, the, Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, not great. 
not great. That is our review. Yeah, of that's Pokemon my Sword review of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, uh, but yeah, with that, uh, that'll be it for this episode. As mm-hmm. always, thank you guys for tuning in. And the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. And we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs>